What does snowman eat for breakfast? LZ. I don't know. Frosted flakes. <laughs> On this week's Another Digital Citizen, we're going to talk about New Soft Week, Backlash Results, Another Digital Citizen's Best Breakfast Cereal Ever Tournament, Diary of a Wimpy Kid, The Long Haul, and Samurai Jack. Last episode. <laughs> this is another digital citizen. This is a podcast meant to encourage logic through stupidity and chaos. A podcast meant to incite discussion between friends, enemies, countries, and religions. This is a podcast for us. For the digital world. Welcome, citizen. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to this episode of Another Digital Citizen. It's episode 85. That means that we are 15 away from 100. I can't fucking believe it. Uh, hello, Luke. Hi, Fro. Hi, everybody. Can yeah, you? 100. Yeah. That's you, nuts. That's, that, that is totally cocoa. Cocoa for cocoa puffs. Uh, see what I did there? I made a reference to something coming later. <laughs> uh, uh, Crazy for Coca Pops. Yeah, we are going to talk about uh, that later. We have the another digital uh, citizens' best breakfast cereal ever tournament with a special guest, as you heard us uh, in the intro telling Luke the best uh, joke in history. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, listener, find that out later. Find out on that later. Now. Uh, like in all seriousness, did you think that we would make eighty-five episodes of this? Um, no. There were certain times <laughs> where I was like, I don't know how, if we're going to make it past this episode. But uh... <laughs> there, there, yeah, there's an episode out there, and I'm I'm not going to tell the listeners, but there is an episode out there. After we'd done that episode, I was pretty sure Luke would have wanted to kill kill me i was so obnoxious that episode you can go back and listen if you really want to but i'm not going to tell you which episode it is right yeah uh, um i'm sure i i don't even remember i i i'm sure yeah Uh, i have no clue but yeah it is you know it's not an easy thing to collaborate uh and this is why bands break up and things like that because working together and make sure everybody's happy and then uh, just the work we put into it. Because it's not just sitting down and, you know, talking. It seems like that, but it really isn't. There's a lot more that goes into it. And uh, oh, I wish, yeah. I wish some, sometimes I wish our listeners knew how much work there was behind the podcast. 
there. I, yeah, I mean, the thing is, we do a podcast where there's all these different things we cover, so yeah. we have to, like, we, yeah, it's a, it's a whole different thing, I guess. We, we, we knew, I knew what we were getting into when we started it, so. Uh, Me too. We, we've always had a plan, and I think sticking to our plan has yeah. been kind of the success of the podcast is I def- stick to the plan, definitely. don't try to, like, deviate too much, because as soon as we deviate, that's when things go haywire. I think I think one of our successes uh, is that we we have a uh, for the listeners out there we I'm now looking at the twelve page memo that Luke made uh, in the beginning of another digital system talking about the segments that we're going to do time it out talking more about what the segment is going to be about it's uh, I mean. One of the things that we did wrong, or I should say I did wrong on the Let's Talk Then, was that we didn't have anything like this. We didn't have structure around uh, the episodes. And without, right. uh, without... And it's not like we don't... Oh, sorry, go ahead. Yeah. No, and without st- structure, it just goes high wire. It just goes out there. Nobody's interested to listen to a podcast where we just... Like ball it around. I, I guess we could try that uh, in a, an episode, but it would listen, it would not be a good episode. I promise you. Well, yeah. Well, in the past, we've tried th- certain things, and it, it always ends up something goes wrong. But uh, I mean, there has been times where we've moved things around or done different things. Obviously, we've done a lot of different crazy things on this podcast. But oh yeah, uh, we've tried things that didn't work uh, and things like that. But this is probably a conversation for episode 100 when we get there. We're just like jinxing ourselves, but yeah. it is interesting. We've gone 85 episodes. I think it's been fun, uh, but a lot of work, but it also like kind of, it keeps it, when, when Wednesday comes around, I'm like, Oh, another week has gone by where, uh, other, like in the past in my life, it's like the weeks start to jumble together when you're doing yeah. a podcast once a week. It's like yeah. you know when each week ends, oh, yeah, kind definitely. of. So it's interesting. Um, and I, I think I think one of the things that I, I've been thinking about lately, when 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 talking about podcasting and things like that, it, it, it's it's it is about that thing called structure. Because, uh, for example, uh, how does a podcast week begin for you? Like on Monday, you send me until. Uh, uh, on a special like post chat we have together, uh, the news. Right. How how long would you say you use on gathering news? All week. I mean, well, it's really hard to say because I have to watch the news to get the news. And then I go, I, but this is you know I always just watch the news. Right. So that's not really a big deal to me. But I go out and I scour for specific articles on certain things all week from Thursday after. Uh, or even Wednesday night after we do the show and then send it out on Monday so everybody has some news to for us to go over. And finding the news that's fun to talk about or interesting to talk about or related to stuff that we do on the show, that's kind of the hard part about the news. But uh, that's, yeah, that's what Monday. And then Tuesday, we I for me, is like there's a lot of setup to get ready for the show. Wednesday, we do the show. Thursday is when I start doing news basically. Mm. Um, yeah. So it's an all week thing, but it's like a little bit here and there for me every day kind of yeah, to do same, the show. Same here. It's always in the back of my mind when I see an article or 
think that we could do this or that. Uh, that's one of the reasons why I listen back to the show as well. I think we we learned so much by the doing those eight five shows, eight or four shows before, that we 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 kind of see that thing, uh, what things are working and don't working. I mean, the seg- one of the segments we had that I I think maybe was one of the worst segments we ever ever done was kill my giraffe. Do you remember that? <laughs> yeah, kind of. Yeah, like. That was so sad, and when it was so out there, and it didn't work at all. It was one of the worst segments we ever. I done. remember just not knowing at all what was happening and being like, "What is going on right now?" I have no yeah. clue what I'm supposed to say or what is happening here. Uh, but uh, I would say one of the worst segments. Remember when we did that YouTube segment? Uh, where I was like, "Pick these YouTube." That was a horrible segment. So Awful. Horrible. <laughs> We've oh, done a lot God. of like bad segments, but it's usually segments that like. We're trying something new that we think, okay, this may might work, and it, sometimes it just doesn't work. So. I think if you listen back to last week's episode, you also find that to be to, to be hundred percent honest, the Google feud thing didn't work. It was fun for us. It was fun uh, for us, but listening back, yeah, listening back for others, it sounds like we are a bunch of morons sitting there. Reading oh, sure. Google results, so it didn't work. It was something we tested. It didn't work. I don't mind sounding like a moron. No, no, uh, me neither. So that that's not a real yeah. issue for me. But as far as like just the listening to results on Google, yeah, no. that doesn't one hundred percent work. But it was fun for us at least. Right. So there's that. Then we have maybe people enjoyed it. If you liked it, yeah, let us know. Then we have uh, uh, every week we have a. Uh, 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 the movie ra- uh, thing, uh, where we s- watch a trailer, that takes some some time to get. Then you have uh, Samurai Jack. We done longer. We had uh, done shorter shows, so let's say three uh, three three quarters of an hour we use uh, for watching. Uh... Oh, for me doing Samurai Jack each week, it's more than that. Yeah, because because you I. Twice. Right, I watch it twice, exactly. It probably takes me an hour, 45 minutes to an hour to do the notes, and then I'll rewatch it afterwards. So, yeah. And then it's... Go- and I do that, what, Saturday or... Or usually Sunday or Monday is when I do it, but... And then it's getting to to discuss what the main topic is going to be, listening to Tron Tells the Truth. Yeah, just, like, we have... There's a lot of job around it, and I don't think... I don't think our listeners see behind that. And I'm I I'm happy they don't because uh, it's right. kind of it's kind of what what is the magic with podcasting. But I, to, all, to people out there, I'm darn proud of us that we are now doing uh, episode eighty five. I'm really 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 proud of us, and you definitely, because you you do the most. You edit the show. I would never ever. Right. I guess that's one thing I didn't even, we didn't talk about, but editing also Wednesday night, I just, after Oof. we get done, we, I got to edit it together, Lots which, uh, in different ways, like we've done different methods of recording. So it's been easier and harder. And when things go wrong, that's when editing takes forever. <laughs> <laughs> when something goes wrong, it's like, Oh my God, yeah. I can't believe this happened. But for example, the podcast, right. remember when you did the whole podcast in your car on the gas station? That was fun. Oh, that was forever ago. Yeah. I, yeah. 
the podcast from the car. Oh, oh that had to have been in like the teens or something when we did that. Uh, no, that was forever ago. So funny. One of the worst ones, which nobody will know, but we had some problem with Fro's microphone. Oh, and so everything shit. that he he recorded was one sound and so i had oh. to go through and edit everything to sound differently uh so hard and put ball. it out so sometimes it wouldn't sound right but i mean that's happened to all of us yep. so oh let's go into the news instead of talking about us uh, should we start with the most uh, uh heartfelt thing of the week the Ariana Grand, uh, Grande concert number. Right. It's uh, oh. biggest, probably biggest news of the week. Uh, the bombing in Manchester at the Ariana Grande oh. concert. Uh, I think they said f- last figures I saw fifty nine injured, twenty two dead, um, and a, a lot of children, which is very sad. Um, they had released the name of the bomber, which that's great. We're not going to mention it on this show because the guy doesn't need any credit. I don't think. Um, I think it's bad for news places to even do that because then they're just giving... He wants to be a martyr. You know what I mean, Fro? Yeah. So don't give him credit. We're not going to give him credit. Uh, like we said in the past, I, ISIS took... Uh, they said this was them, but like we said in the past, they say that about a lot of things. Um, so there you go. It's It was so... I... I must admit that I cried. I did. Uh, I think it's something especially moving when it comes to kids. Like right. it's 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 it, it is hurting us on a different level because uh, because there's kids uh, involved and also like the way they did it is so calculated and. A lot of planning went into it, and just. Oh. Uh, I don't know if you saw this today, but the guy's brother and father, and I believe somebody else, have been arrested today. Yeah. So they are arresting people, maybe, for being in collusion with this guy, or maybe they're just arresting them to interrogate them. I'm not really sure. That didn't come across on the news, but uh, other people have been arrested. So there is possible a possibility there was some type of collusion, but the thing that was. Uh, I guess scary as far as how he did it. He, it wasn't inside the building, so he oh. never had to go through security. Uh, he waited for people to leave. Um, so, uh, it doesn't matter how much security checked everybody inside the building. That wouldn't have helped in this scenario. So, it's sad. Um, and then, then I saw uh, our friend, uh, the YouTube crazy man. Coming out, making it a political thing about anti-Islam uh, rhetoric. And, Who, Alex Jones? Uh, not Alex Jones, but uh, the other well, one. Well, he was doing that. So. Yeah. I mean, there were plenty of people doing it. Uh, Stefan Molnu. There, I mean, we can't... That's the thing. We can't sit here and go, this is not about uh, ISIS. And there is, you know, that sect of Islam uh, Muslims that are doing this. So... To say, you know, you see what I'm saying, Fro. It, oh, yeah, definitely. There is, to say it's all Muslims, no, that's not true. Oh. There is this sect of Muslims. And, I mean, as an atheist, to me, I see this and go, religion is bad. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I don't want to, I don't want to, uh, 
put down anybody's religion because that's not my place as an atheist. It means nothing to me. So you can do whatever you want kind of, but as when you're going out and killing in the name of your religion, I have a real problem with that. And I think everybody should. And strangely enough, there's one thing I will actually agree with Donald Trump this week when he came out and called them losers. I think that's a great thing to call them. Yeah. Uh, because it's something they can't latch on to, to call them just losers. So, uh, something I actually agreed with Donald Trump about, which is very strange. I felt really weird about that. But Maybe you should uh, if you call them If you call them idiots, they're going to go, oh, they're, they hate us because of our religion. So, they're going to use that. Uh, if you call them, uh, there's a lot of things you could call them and they can use it as a recruiting tool. But calling them losers, there's no recruiting ability in that. You see what I'm saying, Frank? Oh. Maybe you should give right. him. Right, so I think that's a good term. Maybe you should give him a gold medal and say it's a peace prize. Well, the Pope gave him a gold medal as well uh, today. So <laughs> what is Donald it with gold, gold medals? medals? It's so stupid. He isn't in the Olympics. He never jumped. Well, hurdles. think about all the all the crap the Pope talked about him uh, during the campaign. Now he's giving gold medal in the tour around his house and talking to him and saying they're going to work together. So. Okay. Yep, it's just the way politics work. We're doing it now. It's Trump corner. So, this week, uh, there was a photo. <laughs> uh, uh, okay, two things. First, Luke, if you are the first lady, you want to hold his hand. Why? Right, I've seen a, co- is there a couple of these videos. So much talk about Melina Trump doesn't want to hold his hand. I mean, would you because there's multiple hand? videos out there showing her <laughs> pulling her hand away when he wants to grab her hand. So, uh, and I've seen him, and it definitely seems like that. And I wouldn't be surprised. I mean, think about the Axis Hollywood tape that came out, and the other things that have come out about him. And that was while he that Axis Hollywood tape, I believe, was while he was married to her. So, she's probably not super happy with him as far as their marriage goes. I w- that's not a surprise to me in any way. And she was, she's not even living at the White House, remember, Fro? So, uh, yeah, they probably are having some problems, but they have to keep up appearances, you know what I mean? So I don't think they are going to be married long. I don't think that they will divorce while he's president, though. Me neither. I think if they're going to do it, they will wait until he's out right or until after. he gets impeached or whatever. Yeah, right after. <laughs> She's like, no, I'm out. I'm tapping out. <laughs> but yeah, there also came a photo of Trump touching an orb in Saudi Arabia. And um, it looks really, really, really creepy. It, it's been posted on our, our Facebook uh, group. Uh, another digital citizen on Facebook. You can see the picture there. Uh, and it looks like uh, the New World Order is being created. Yeah, or like a lot of people have compared <laughs> it to the beginning of uh, Space Jam. Yes. Where they have the basketball. Uh, there's a lot of different comparisons people have made. Uh, right. The Eye of Sauron is another one of them. But this, the scariest part is this is actually them unveiling this massive... Uh, computer system. That was what this whole uh, elaborate thing was about, was about uh, unveiling this really high-tech computer system they have for, um, I believe it was for fighting terrorism, or at least uh, 
their capability to fight online uh, an online warfare type thing, I guess. And I put that in air quotes, yeah. but nobody saw it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> aren't, aren't you glad that you do that when you, you, you do that automatically? I totally do that out, uh, with my hands, even when people don't see me. <laughs> uh, oh, okay. Yeah, uh, it, you, it doesn't work on podcasts. Nope. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, there that whole thing, it's, like, it's really creepy. But it, it blew up on social media, obviously, right when this came out, beca- and it got... There were a lot of good photoshops of it, yep. so that was fun. Then we have uh, the U.S. Army whistleblower, Chelsea Manning. Uh, she gets freed after seven years in prison. Uh, totally stoked about this. Right. Uh, she tried to kill herself in there at one point, so that was very sad, but yeah. now she's out, so that's good. Um, and I don't think she ever should have been in there. I guess other people could argue uh the fact but to me it she should have been covered un, she she should be covered as a whistleblower under the laws to allow her not to be arrested for unveiling government um corruption you know what right. i mean that should not be a, a unveiling government com- corruption should not be a jailable offense uh even if you're in the army which is the reason they put her uh in there because she revealed classified things that uh, and she was in the army. So if she was a journalist, let's say, and not uh, in the army at the time, and she was arrested, this would have been much, uh, much more big of a deal because arresting a journalist for unveiling government corruption, people would ha- go nuts. You see what I'm saying over yeah. that? But because she was in the army and she was given these secrets and then unveiled them, it, it's a whole other case, I guess. But, uh, to me, I don't think she ever should have been in there. Uh, me neither. Yeah. And it kind of goes together with uh, Assange being uh, released this week uh, after Sweden uh, drops. Well, no, he, uh, it wasn't released, but he wow. uh, the, Sweden dropped the, the charges. rape charges, yeah. I guess. Yeah. It's Which of... a lot of people believe are complete bubkiss to begin with. There's been a lot of evidence out there oh, yeah. that says it is, but... Uh, he if you read he, the news he media, wasn't in Sweden at the time, like that's sure. pretty yeah. amazing. And I believe the family has come out and said uh, of the lady even have said, uh, "We don't believe that this happened." And but the state is still pursuing it. So right, yeah. Um, but uh, then, then uh, uh, the mother of uh, Assange asked. Uh, uh, the Australian Prime Minister to release to help his release uh, yeah, to, to try to get him to um, Ecuador so to try to because uh, the only way to get to Ecuador you can't fly obviously straight from England to Ecuador you have, you're, you're going to have to stop somewhere so the, it, he needs a place to uh, uh, uh a country that's going to allow him to land, but and not arrest him, basically. So they're asking Australia to be that place where they can go from uh, England to Australia and then over to Ecuador, where he'll be safe because he's, that's where he is right now is in the Ecuadorian pre- uh, um, embassy in in London. So that's interesting. I I think think uh, uh, it kind of goes together. Also, what the the news I heard this week about um, the health problems that uh, 
uh, our uh, that we talked about uh, last week about the release from Congo in Norway. Uh, his uh, mother ha- haven't seen him because he's uh, quarantined uh, because of diseases from Africa as well. And uh, so it's kind of in, ah. in, in interesting to see how 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 uh, how uh, uh, Chelsea Manning uh, got freed uh, right after the thing happened in Norway. Uh, right, and we got to remember that this kind of all goes back this Ch- Chelsea Manning Assange, and then we got to remember that Edward Snowden's still sitting there in Russia, yep. also unable to go anywhere. Yep. Uh, because of uh, U.S. charges. Uh, the thing about Assange is that the only thing keeping him there was these charges in Sweden. And, but now the U S government right before these charges were dropped has basically said, uh, we're going to make it a priority to try to get him, but there aren't really any charges in America against him. So it's kind of interesting. It's, it's weird. Then, um, tell me about this Arctic stronghold. It's kind of sad. Uh, say that again. Sorry. Tell me about this Arctic stronghold. It's kind of sad. Right. Uh, the uh, the seed bank, which we talked about uh, a couple weeks ago. Remember? Yep. When we were talking about the data bank that was going to be open there in Norway. Yep. A uh, giant data bank to save all the data of the world. Uh, that was just like the seed bank, which was supposed to be there uh, in case it, it was designed to be there in case of nuclear fallout or some type of end of the world scenario where afterwards you could go to this vault and get all the seeds out and um, use them to regrow plants on the earth. That's kind of a terrifying scenario, but people have thought about it. So they made this. Uh, Mm. Did you know this existed in Norway? Obviously we talked about it in the past, but before we talked about it in the past. Yeah. Uh, And I guess it says permafrost melted and got inside of this building, uh, causing some damage to certain things. I don't think it completely destroyed it. No, but uh, it doesn't look super good. But it's not the war. It's it's not as bad as it could be. Right, I believe, and the thing a lot of people are attributing this to global warming. Right. I don't know if that one hundred percent is what it was from, but I would not be surprised. What you're American and believe in global warming? There has to be something wrong with you, Luke. I guess so, yeah. What? Believe in global warming and come from the United States? Can't be true. Well, we're going to watch a video that I told you about uh, uh, on the on when we were watching uh, wrestling this week. Uh, I told mm-hmm. you about uh, Pence uh, having a commitment speech. Um uh, and uh, people walking out. And we will watch that video right now. Are you ready? Yep. In three, two, one, play. Clap, clap. Now we see a lot Cell of phone video here. Yep. People walk, uh, walking out. It looks like they're going, like if you weren't, if you didn't read the title, it just looks like they're all walking up to get their diplomas. Right. Except they're all walking the wrong way because the stage is the opposite direction. Uh, how many would you say there is working out? Together. I, 50? 50. I was 50, just maybe. going to say that. 
around 50. But how many people do you think are actually in the in that graduated class? I would say uh, 500. 500. Yeah, 500 maybe. So 10%. Something like that. Yeah. yeah. But it's it's is it sad? Is it okay? Is it? Oh, good way to... I think they have the right to protest. This is America. You have the right to protest whatever you want. And if I... Uh, if if I was graduating, I guess, and somebody like that showed up and wanted to tell me things about my future when they're destroying the future for uh, children and young adults, right? I would also say F you and walk out and not listen to them because I don't want to hear your bullcrap. You know what I mean? But Yeah, I can understand that. It's not like he's giving a policy speech, you know what I mean? Where you're going to go, oh, okay, those are your policies, and you're going to understand. He's, it's a bullshit uh, commencement speech at a graduation where it's all just, you know, oh, your future, this is what your future is. That's what commencement speeches are. Yeah. And when it's somebody who's – he's designing policy to destroy the future of America, basically. You're like, F you, dude. Yeah. <laughs> uh... There were a lot of women that uh, voted for Trump uh, instead of voting for Hillary. Actually, one of the most... Right, and a lot of these women women were white, I think, yeah. uh, middle-aged women. So that's what he talks about uh, a lot in this. And uh, the reason why we are talking about that is because Trump is going to tell the truth about female Trump supporters. This is Trump with Trump tells the truth. This time is ladies night. Yes, it is ladies night. This one goes out to all your white women of America. Well-educated white women of America who voted Trump. Are you satisfied? Are you satisfied? Did you push that little bitch Hillary Clinton off her cliff? Did you show her what where the power really lies? Every time I hear you defend that little fucker in the White House, I always remember from, a, from one of my former jobs when I was working with abused women. Yes, women was totally abused, and sometimes they, they used to use to defend their abusers. Yeah, they defended him, and if I criticize their husband or the man who kicked, them, kicked their ass, they defended them still. It took a, t- a while before they come to the point where they took, where they kicked his ass and understand that this was not very healthy. That's how I see American white women today. You defend that fucker who sits in the White House. You all for one reason, because you kicked the ass of Hillary Clinton. You sometimes are worse than hypocritical liberals who didn't vote the vote for Hillary Clinton because they were so angry that Bernie Sanders didn't win. Did you show? The, the people appoint. Did who did he did, did kick the ass to? While kicking Hillary Clinton ass, you kicked whole America's ass and hold the world ass at the same time. I wouldn't. That this must be the worst turn off, the best turn off I ever can see. If a white beautiful woman, she can be hold all the money in the world, she can be so sexy as she wants. But if he, if she go up to me and say, yes, Trump is better than Hillary Clinton, I say fuck you. Really. Because that's how it really is. It's always fun with people who think there are two good alternatives in the world. And every time they have to decide for something, 
they can always they're always not turned to be perfect for them it's never like that and everybody knows it but there's always those people too who always want to because not because they like the candidate because they hate the other one more yes they like to kick the person's ass not because of politics or issues but just because they don't like him a lot of people don't like Hillary Clinton they don't like her and they want to punish her for some weird reason because she's the worst politician in American history really fuck you she's not there are tons of more worse people on her and believe me as a European we have seen the bottom of all worst politician really is so again we know you don't have a fucking clue I hope that this was satisfying I hope this was very satisfying and you know why I hope it's satisfying because when they come in to regulate your right to your own body yes when Planned Parenthood is shut down I hope you really sleep good with yourself and you wake up in the morning feeling fine yes Planned Parenthood oh, it's not that dangerous I kicked Hillary Clinton's ass during the election yeah say that to your grandchildren one day and for now this will transfer the truth to all you white women who vote for Trump fuck you well, that was Trump uh, with uh, Trump telling the truth. Uh, it's kind of it, I, it's interesting for me why people uh, didn't vote for Hillary when we were you were a woman. Maybe uh, women liberation or whatever you could call it is, hasn't come uh, in a, far enough that uh, women could see that uh, a, a woman in charge would be uh, alternative. Or maybe it was well, Hillary Clinton. <laughs> uh, I, well, there were a lot that just weren't going to vote for right. her with, yeah, with Hillary Clinton. Definitely, there was. Or a maybe lot of it was just was Hillary Clinton. Oh, uh, I mean, I think a lot of it had to do with uh, the whole job thing. Oh. Um, if their husband, if they're say the at-home mom who's taking care of their kids. And the husband is the one that's actually going out and providing, which there are certain, like, it, it's just, there are different ways households work. You know what I mean? And if they're that kind of person and they're seeing that their husband's job is being taken away or he's losing hours and things like this. And Trump is saying, I'm going to bring that, those things back. And you're not doing a lot of research or whatever about how terrible this guy is. And you're, and everybody around you is also saying, oh, we're all voting for Trump. You're going to vote for Trump. Right. That's just how voting works. So, at on Sunday, on nine thirty in the morning, uh, Jeremy, uh, our emailer, was in Venice, Veneto, Italy, and he was packing up for his cruise to Greece. Ah, yeah, is that cool? So I guess I'm guessing that we haven't done any emails this week. No, I ch- I checked earlier. And it's another digital citizen at gmail.com. Another yep. digital citizen at gmail.com. And I think the reason why we haven't any mail is because someone is on a cruise. The love boat. <laughs> Remember that TV show? I never watched that show. I think I've like seen clips of it and things like that. I've never seen a whole episode. So Okay. But uh, talking about uh, TV shows, I have a list here of TV shows that have been cancelled 
and we are going to fastly go over if we would keep it, haven't seen it, or cancel it, okay? All right. So this is uh, uh, TV shows that has been canceled. So uh, This year. This year, Obviously. Yes. American Crime. Never seen it. Uh, I uh, love American Crime. I'm really sad that I canceled it. The Great Indoors. Uh, I would keep it. Uh, I haven't seen it. Last Man Standing. Have not seen it. Not have not seen it. No Tomorrow. I believe there's a UK and US version, so I'm not really sure which one that is. It is the ABC version with Tim Allen. Oh, cancel it then. Yeah. If it's got Tim Allen. <laughs> no Tomorrow. <sighs> I'll go cancel. Yeah. I kind of liked it, but... It's not worth the the money they were probably spending on it. No, I, I totally agree. Outsiders. Definitely keep it. Yeah, definitely keep it. I'm really sad. Pitch. Have not seen it. I would keep it. I freaking loved it. It's, it's an underrated show. Um, um, I would say on the level of... Uh, 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 the big thing of last year, The Last of Us, or something. The This Is Us, or something. Yeah, Powerless. Oh, get rid of it. Yeah. I'm glad. Oh, I'm, I didn't know they had canceled it, but yeah, I'm not surprised. Oof, that was bad. The real O'Neills. Never heard about. It. Uh, did not see it. Yeah. Shots fired. Not seen it. Did not see it. Son of Sword. Oh. Uh, uh, I would say keep it. Yeah. That's sad. I didn't know that, but they had a cliffhanger ending. Now we're not going to get a res- resolution to that. I know. Oh, well. Time after time. Did not see it. I did not see it. APB. Uh, did not see it, I don't think. Oh. Blacklist Redemption. I haven't seen it yet. Um, yeah, me neither. The Catch. Never seen it? Nope. Uh, Criminal Minds Beyond Borders. Never seen it. Uh, haven't seen it, but I'd say cancel it. Yep. If it's just another one of those shows. Doubt. I doubt that. <laughs> Did not see it? Uh, it's with Catherine Hagel, so I say cancel it. <laughs> sure. See what I did there. Uh, Dr. Ken. Uh, I never saw it. Never seen it. Uh, Emerald City. Oh, that was bad. Cancel it. Yep. Shit yep. Frequency. Oh. Mm. oh. We knew about that. We had talked about that in the past, yeah. but I would have said keep, keep it. Yeah, it's still sad. Imaginary Mary. Oh, yeah. Get rid of it. Yeah. I-, I talked about that. Well, I watched oh. the first two episodes of that. Remember? And yep. I was like... Yeah, no. I, not good. I saw that the other day uh, with Jenna Hoffman. Oh, shit. Shit, shit, shit. Making history. Really? Yep. Cancel. Oh, no. Yep. Keep it. Yeah. For sure. It's really sad that it's canceled. The odd couple. Uh, what? The odd couple. <laughs> With Matthew Perry. I didn't know they made a remake of that. Yep. All right. Uh, no, I didn't see it. Not seen it. Rosewood. 
Did not see it. Did not see it. Secret and Lies. Uh, did not see it. How long is this list, Fro? It's a long list. It's a long list. Okay, let's let's uh, let's try to truncate this because we've been going a long time on this uh, list. Okay, uh, let's see. You haven't heard of that. You haven't heard of. Oh, it was that many left. Uh, Scream Queens. Uh, I never. Uh, you saw this. Yeah, I never saw. It. I really like this, so I'm a little sad. Sleepy Hollow. Did not see. This. Did not see it, and it's kind of uh, weird because it's on its fourth season. And lastly, but not leastly, Two Broke Girls. <laughs> never saw it. <laughs> Don't. <laughs> Shit, that was a bad show. So, uh, what of this? I am most sad about. Is it making history? Uh, there were a couple on there. I guess if you go back and listen to it when I went, oh, no, those were the ones I... Yeah. yeah. Uh, I love the article of the show. is cancelled TV shows 2017. 11 gone too soon and 16 we won't miss. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but have you watched anything on TV this week? Uh, yeah, actually, uh, going off that, there was the Making History finale. Yeah. So the final episode, I guess, series finale of that. Mm. Too bad. They kind of set up for a new season, but it didn't really have a cliffhanger ending or anything. But oh. Definitely one you should go back and binge watch the the season because it was real, a lot of fun. One of my favorite shows of this year. I think it will uh, get in my top ten, top ten for... At the end of the year, yeah. Uh, and then, of course, Big Brother Canada finale. Yay! Was this week? Yay! Yep. Uh, Kevin won, which is who I picked, like, yeah. halfway through the season. Yeah. So my guy won. I was super happy about that. I think he totally deserved it. Yep. Uh, more than the last, the, the final four. Oh, definitely. Uh, but I would say the person, as far as the person who's going to get the most media exposure and probably the... <laughs> A bigger career out of this show will be Ika. Ika is super cool. Right. I would not be surprised if we start seeing her in other things and stuff like that because, mm-hmm. I mean, the crowd went nuts for this lady. Like, every time they saw her. So, it was really interesting. I really liked her. Uh, I mean, I, I I like to hate her. I think that's the most yeah. important part about being a villain on Big Brother. Uh, so, yeah. Um... I went on, on Monday, I like went and I'm wa- looking for TV to watch and I'm like, oh yeah, Big Brother. Oh, Aww. I was, I was sad that I didn't have Big, more Big Brother Canada to watch it. Cause it's such a good show. Yeah, but it is. That's over this week. We'll get it again next year. So whatever. Oh, and then the thing me and Fro found, uh, this weekend, which we didn't know was a thing that existed until what Saturday or Sunday. Yeah. Candy Crush, the game show is coming, is coming October, 2000. Uh, wait. Oh, July 9th, 2017. Yep. It was announced October 2016. Yep. It's going to be a CBS live action game show based on the Candy Crush, <laughs> the Candy Crush, uh, app, I guess we'll say. Yep. Uh, game, uh, cell phone game. It's, uh, it says no scheduled, uh, oh, it's expected to be an hour long competition between two teams. <laughs> Using interactive games that are based on Candy Crush. Uh, it's being produced by Lionsgate. And Mario Lopez from Saved by the Bell will be hosting the show. 
<laughs> oh, and Saved by the Bell College years, we found out. But, yeah. He will be the host of the Candy Crush Game Show. This oh, is bound to be on our list at the end of the year, because this is going to be awful. Yep. I, I I can't wait to not see it. <laughs> it sounds so bad, I will have to see an episode, I think. Uh, but... Probably me too. The sad thing. Oh, uh, what else? Uh, that was it this week. Oh. Yep. Uh, I watched uh, Training Day, the TV show, because I didn't know that was the thing. But it's based on the movie. It's pretty bad. Uh, I, oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I would give it a... That's what I, I... I think I even said that to you. You were saying, oh, I kind of want to see this. This isn't any good. And I was like, I don't think they can move, like take the idea of that movie and turn it into a TV show and have it be any good. So oh. I'm not surprised. No, I didn't like it. Uh, I, I I am a little surprised that uh, I, I did watch the whole freaking season. But I also... Uh, uh, because... I was thinking, okay, look, if a name, if, if a TV show has the name Good Witch, Good Witch, right? Okay. Would you think it was kind of supernatural? Uh, I would assume it's about witches, yeah. Wouldn't you t- think uh, that it would be kind of, I mean... I would either think it would be about witches or it would be about Wizard of Oz. What's it about, from? But it, it is a Hallmark show. And I have to say this. I never, ever, ever seen anything good from Hallmark. No, because they're awful. And this has James Denton in it. And I love James Denton. Uh, if you don't know who that is, he's from Desperate Housewives. Uh, I really okay. like him in Desperate Housewives. It's one of my like uh, favorite uh, bad shows, and I, I I watched all of Def- Desperate Hives- Housewives. Uh, but uh, and he played Mike in that TV show. So one of the reasons was I wanted to see him, but it also has Katrin Bell in it. And um, if you have seen Jag, she was the female uh, female uh, investigator in Jag, if you see that, saw that uh, awful show. Um, and that was for n- nine years or and something. And it's made by Hallmark, and I was thinking it had something to do with witching and things like that, but it's so freaking boring that I watched one and a half episodes then I went to bed, and I'm never, ever, ever going to watch it again. It's awful, awful, awful. Don't watch it. Yeah, just stay. Oh, anything Hallmark Channel, just stay away from it. I'll, that's my recommendation. It has Hallmark. Anything else? No. It has Hallmark ever made anything good? No, they're like the one of the people make jokes. That's like Lifetime Channel and Hallmark are yeah. like the two TV channels you make jokes about. Stand-up comedians will say, like, it's the example of a bad TV channel. Right. So, yeah. Tournament time. Uh, before we have a tournament time, we have a special guest with us, look. Oh, yes, we do. Today, it's uh, his first uh, ever uh, podcast. Let's say hi to Tintin. Hi, Tintin. What's up, guys? How you guys doing? Welcome to another Digital Citizen. 
Thank yeah, you. hi. Thank you for having me. So, who are you? Well, Tintin is basically a tattoo artist slash computer hacker who spends a lot of time doing art and project with kids, basically with Raspberry Pis currently. Yeah. And wow. you have one of the coolest accents in the world. Where are hey. you? Uh, thank you. Um, I'm actually from Curacao, but I'm currently residing in St. Martin. And uh, both islands uh, are from the Dutch colony. Yeah. And uh, before today, Luke, had you heard about St. Martin? Uh, I think I had, but I just <laughs> didn't. I didn't. I, it's not a place that I like. Put. I don't think a lot of people know where it is, but no, it's in the Caribbean, right? Yes, that's correct. I'm sure people, like you said, have gone on cruise lines, probably know where it is, or you've gone on uh, Caribbean vacations or something, but I've never done that, so there you go. <laughs> so, uh, since uh, you are uh, the guests, we are going to uh, have a tournament deciding the best uh, uh, breakfast cereal in the world, or as it says on my my little like fan plate, worst person ever tournament. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. That's what it says. Yes. <laughs> We're sorry. It yeah, is. but it's it's a uh, another digital best cereal uh, uh, ever tournament. So, uh, frosted mini wheats. Have you ever tasted them? Uh, yeah. Yes, and honest, that's a no. <laughs> You, you you're not a big fan of frosted mini wits? No, they're the worst. Which uh, one? You don't like you don't like the wheat part of them? I don't know. I think the the nah. I think the cinnamon wheats were way much better. The frosted ones, I don't know. They had like a, a weird ass taste with them. Like the, the the feeling of it was not the same thing as having it, for instance, in the cinnamon flavor. I mean. Mm-hmm. For some reason, it didn't go. I think even the the original ones were even better than the frosted ones, to be honest. When I was a kid, they had because they call them mini wheats. We there were just the giant ones. Yeah, it was like you just took this giant thing. I don't even know if they have those anymore. No. I doubt they even sell those anymore. No. I, 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 I doubt I, it too. I, I mean, it's it's so much sugar. It's so incredibly much sugar. I mean, I, 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 I'm not a huge fan. I'm really glad it's not my pick. It's uh, actually Tilly's pick that couldn't be here today. But uh, um, I mean, it's it's uh, it's a little too much sugar for my taste. What do you think? Like, um, uh, I remember liking them when I was a kid. Uh, uh, but even when I was a kid, I remember. I guess this is going to be my frame of reference for a lot of things because I don't really eat cereal a lot right now. Right. Like I, Me neither. I don't know. Since I was like 15 or 16, I just – I'm not a – I don't go out of my way to buy cereal at the store. But um, I guess uh, I remember liking them and then kind of burning out on them yeah. and then never going back to liking them again. So, uh, is yeah. This, is it the sugar content of it? No, I think it was the wheat part. I think when I was a kid, I wanted more of the sugar, and there wasn't yeah. enough of it. Yeah. Yeah. 
I, I can understand that, but here's the thing: making milk uh, sugary is never a really good thing. I, I never, I don't, I haven't any on my lists that just uh, taste sugar, and sugar itself is doesn't have a, a, a good taste with uh, uh, with uh, milk. Honey does, chocolate does, because it gets chocolate right. milk. Because it just makes it. chocolate yeah. milk, right? Right, but but sugar itself. Just makes it sweet to drink. That's my pro- main problem. Well, uh, then it's just like condensed milk. Yeah, know, if you yeah. like that, I guess. But. Yeah. But frosted mini wheats, I don't know for some reason. Also, when it when it touched milk, it had a funny taste with it. So that's something I always hated also from it. So there was yeah. always something weird about the frosting on there. Exactly. It was like this hard, crusty thing on the top of it. Yeah. Mm. It, and it did uh, not give a good feeling to me. No, I, I totally agree. And it's going against the honey bunch uh, of uh, oats. Uh, have you tasted this, Tintin? Oh, hells yeah. In fact, that was one of my favorite ones, to be honest, because the contents of sugar was low, but honest, I would not eat it with, with milk. Right. Right, it's kind of like just granola uh, trail mix, kind of, in a way. You can yeah. just eat it by the handful. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, I don't think it's right? something you would mix with milk. I don't think it tastes that good having it with milk. You have to eat it quick. Exactly. Oh, yeah. Before it gets soggy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I think this is uh, your pick, uh, Luke. Uh, and, and I really love uh, Honey Bunches. I think it's really good. Uh, I, would, I, don't... I would go for the Honey Bunches of vote too. I mean, I'm sorry. Frosted Mini Wheats just does not cut it for me. <laughs> I totally agree. There's not going to be a huge surprise when we do this, but who do you vote for, uh, Tintin? Um, I'm having something still with Apple Jacks and no, honey the first, the first, the first, the two first, the two first, the two first ones, honey yes. bunches of votes. Yes. Okay. Trade I'm out. going with mine as yep. well, so yep. I guess that one wins. But what do you, what do you pick, Fro? No, I totally agree. Frosted mini wheat sign right. is. Is too sugary. Uh, then we have uh, uh, chocolate crave. Uh, I never tasted this. Uh, have you? Tasted? I think you're going to. I'm going to look up a picture of it to show it to you because right. just seeing it, you'll go, oh, I get what it is. But okay. Sure. Have you, uh, uh, do the other one. F- do the other one first, and then I'll send you the thing. Okay. Yeah, because Cuckoo Pops, I definitely have tasted. Uh, do you like Cuckoo Pops, Tintin? Cocoa Pops, I actually have had them, and yep. I've had two versions of it, the chocolate one and the fruity one. Right. I think the fruity one is called something else. No, uh, they're still also called Cocoa Pops. Really? Really? Yeah. That, uh, here they're called um, Cocoa Pebbles. I believe. Yeah, Cocoa Pebbles. Or no, those, yeah. no, those are different. Because oh, those are more like... Isn't it? Yeah, those are more like rice crispy shit. Yeah. yeah, I don't. Um, I remember. I can't remember what they're called, but we do have those here as well. Oh, oh tricks. That's tricks. what they're called. Tricks. There we go. Nah, uh, we we know. know tricks too, but we don't. We I, it's not very popular around here. Ah, oh, okay. Okay. They had the weirdest tricks. Had the weirdest commercials when I was a kid. They were like oh. the strangest commercials. It was like always. These kids trying to get uh, uh, 
cereal away from this rabbit. For some reason, they were like, this <laughs> rabbit can't have cereal. I have no clue what was going on with those commercials. But to I, make it worse, I, for some reason, like nowadays when I'm now, you know, I'm 32. And me seeing that commercial nowadays, I'm starting to think that dude actually made it was an LSD, straight up. <laughs> right? Yeah. I think that uh, with people that made the commercial for Coke. No, because the commercial was straight up. Ask Elsa about it. I mean, it was so f- colorful as hell. I mean, bright colors, a lot of stuff turning around and jumping here with a crazy rabbit. And if, if when he gets the cereal in his mouth, he goes berserk. I'm like explosive and stuff. I'm like, no way. I mean, it's it's, it's yeah, When I was a kid, that was like... All commercials had serious drug imagery. I mean, go back and look at uh, uh, Kraft Macaroni and Cheese yeah. commercials from, like, the mid-90s. Oh, my gosh. There's oh. some serious LSD stuff going on there. But, yeah. Uh, but here, here's the thing with Cocoa Pops. Because, like, uh, the only thing I remember before testing it, because this is my pick, I think, uh, uh, is that da- Dan Monkey going around... Everybody's goes crazy for Cocoa Pops. I, I, it's, <laughs> yeah. Do you remember It wasn't that? ever a very good commercial. Never no. a good commercial. A shit commercial, but a good tasting. Uh, uh, I, I like sugar pops. Have you ever tasted chocolate crave? Uh, uh, um, I'm actually looking at it right now. It's from Kellogg's. Um, yeah. Honest. I'm looking at the box right now. It does not look. I'm sorry. That's not breakfast. <laughs> it really isn't. No, it's not breakfast. I will totally 100% agree with you there. But it is a cereal. Yes. So it, it uh, counts in the tournament. Yeah. Mm, no, I, I don't. I'm sorry. I don't think I could eat this. No, I can. I can probably right. snack on it. But totally not it. No way. I could, I could never see that as cereal. I'm sorry. So to, uh, to describe this, I guess, uh, why don't you describe it, Fro, since you're just for seeing it for the first time? Well, it's it's like um, if you've been to McDonald's and ordered uh, the um, apple cake, it's that apple cake crust uh, uh, filled with chocolate. <laughs> right, but they're only the size of, like, uh, a cereal bite. Right. So, like, uh, they're the size... Mm, they're smaller than a mini-wheat. Much smaller than that. Yeah, oh, uh, I would say they're... They're the size of, uh, like, uh, Cocoa Puffs or something like that. Yeah. And in their, it's it's actually kind of like a... Oh, whatever. Uh, what does it say here? Multi-grain cereal outside, smooth chocolate inside. So it's got Ooh. the multi-grain cereal, and then inside the multi-grain cereal is the... Uh, smooth chocolate so it is like a dessert basically um but it does turn the milk into chocolate milk i would i would rather have that's like the best part of cereal right yeah i think i would have ice cream and not with with milk i'm sorry (laughs) good idea actually yeah that would be tasty like you you hit it on point when you said it like literally it's a dessert i'm sorry and the thing is, we, most of the people that buy this stuff categorizes this as literally a morning cereal type of situation. I don't. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. 
This is no, something right, you no. would make with dessert, like throwing it, like for instance, on it with a nice ice cream that you homemade. You know, with some mint leaves on the side. You know, something interesting. I'm sorry, I'm very creative. It in would the be tasty on that. Yeah, it would definitely. That would be a way to do it. I'm, there's probably a million other things you could do with this, uh, and have it be tasty. Oh my, like making rice krispie treats out of these. Oh my gosh, Ooh. that would be kind of ridiculous. Let, let me make, let me make it even worse for you. How about a, a pie crust? Ooh. Oh well, you'd have to smash them up. Yeah, uh, but yeah. Yeah, but finely smashed. And you make a, an apple pie with this. I mean, mm. do it. You can't. Sure. You cannot yeah. go wrong with this right now, to be honest. But to be honest, is sugar pops even? Is that even a better? Is that really better? I'm not sure. If is that... cocoa pops? Yeah. Yeah. I, I, it's... I'm not sure if it's better. <laughs> I'm well, not sure. If chocolate can... crave is definitely marketed to adults. It's not yeah. like when you see the box at the store and everything, mm -hmm. it looks like the adult cereal. It's on the top shelf where kids aren't going to see it and things like that. Right. So it's definitely marketed to adults more than kids. Um, where Cocoa Pops is not. It okay. is totally marketed to kids. I totally agree too. I mean, the, the boxes here are also the same like on the island. Kellogg's, for instance, like Special K, Crave. All of this stuff basically is on the height of a of a grown person. Okay, they're not set for kids to see them. Like, oh yeah, I want this one. No, they're literally marked for grown ups. But even reading the sugar contents of them, you'll be amazed that you still think it's breakfast. But uh, right. look, what would you pick out of those two? I'm gonna go chocolate crave. Yeah, and I'm going with Cocoa Pops. Uh, so, Tintin, you get to decide. I'm, I'm sorry, but I'm going with Cocoa Pops, too. I still feel Crave is a dessert and not a breakfast cereal. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. The next uh, thing we have is Apple Jacks. I fucking love Apple Jacks. Oh, Apple that's are... my love. I'm sorry. Yeah. yeah, I remember liking these when I was a kid. It's really, really I good. I still uh, eat them. I mean, you talked about uh, uh, making apple cake out of things. This tastes like an apple cake. Like, this could be apple cake cereal, more or less. Uh, but, this, uh, is, no. this, this is more than just apple cake in your mouth. That's like an explosion of fruit and everything all together. Yeah. It's really <laughs> good. It's really, really good. And it's going... And it's yeah, it's got a really interesting like the milk afterwards. It there's not really any oh. other cereal that no. makes the milk taste like apples. So, yeah. yeah, it's really really good. It smells it's amazing. It tastes, yeah, yeah, it tastes fresh and it tastes like it doesn't taste like any cereal we have on the on the first round. But it's going sure. against the uh, Count Dracula uh, uh, or Chocula. Chocula, sorry. <laughs> uh, it's going against we. You just put like. Uh, Dr uh, vampires in your milk and munch them down. <laughs> yeah, I actually have had both of them. I'll be honest; they're both tasty, though. I'm not gonna lie. This is a difficult one. I've never had Count Chocula. I've had it. So once. for me, this is not a difficult one. But we'll see what Listen, happens. This is yeah. a, this is an island. For most people that don't know Saint Martin and Curacao, both islands live on import of products. So. We got most of this stuff flown in. Yeah. Right. I mean, I've seen it in the store. I think here it's kind of like they bring it back every once in a while because it's definitely not in the store all the time. 
um, General Mills probably bring, brings it back for like special occasions or something like that. But um, I think I think yeah, I've just never had it. It was more like a 1970s thing, and I was born yeah. in the 80s. So the thing is, uh, and this is kind of strange. Uh, the chocolate is better on Cocoa Pops. Uh, I think the chocolate taste is better with uh, with Choco Pops. That is already true, mm -hmm. and that is why I'm I'm voting Apple Jacks. Uh, what about you, Tintin? I'm going with Apple Jacks too. That's that's a childhood favorite. Yeah, and I'm an, I I have to go Apple Jacks because it's the only one I had I've had, so that makes sense. But I probably would pick it anyways because uh, Count Chocula looks all right, but it like you said, it doesn't look as good as Cocoa Pops. So. No, that's true. Not, it's definitely not. Okay, then we have Vitos. Have you tasted Vitos, uh, Tintin? No, I've just seen the package. No, I have not. Me neither. <laughs> have you seen the package in the store? Because I've never even seen this in the store. No, actually, I've seen the package on the internet. And right, me it's too. it's not something that I've actually... I don't think this is even for our market. No. It does not... Like, when you hear it, it sounds like Cheerios or something like that. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's but this is a, not. <laughs> this is like a chocolate... Uh, uh, it's like it's like uh, it's chocolate pop shaped, uh, just yeah. with a hole in it. It's donut shapes uh, shaped co uh, sh uh, cocoa puffs. Cocoa or puffs that. or or count chocolate. Yeah. yeah, it's just a different shape. Yeah, really. Nope. I do like the weird scientist uh, yes. looking mascot good. it has. <laughs> yes. I'm not really yeah. sure. What do you know? If he's supposed, to, yeah, I'm not. Is he a scientist? I can't really tell. I wish we had Tilly here to tell um, us. I've just made oh, wait, a check up on it. Um, basically, it's a okay. scientist. Basically, uh, also it's a. Uh, it's believe it or not a UK brand market. Right. The company is Weetabix. <laughs> um, oh, okay. Yeah, wow. Weetabix. I I know them. Yeah, I found it one. It falls under a Tesco the... brand, actually. I found one uh, cover that has him. It says uh, "prof" for professor, like on a name tag. Right. So apparently, he's also a professor and a scientist. So yeah, exactly. Uh, that's not something I really necessarily want in my food. He's like, "Look at I made this with chemicals, everybody! Yay!" Um, <laughs> but the man makes again. the man makes cereal look indeed like as if it's rocket science. That's not a good sign, indeed. Right. <laughs> I totally agree. And it's going against uh, Lucky Charms. Who have not not tasted Lucky Charms? I think if you ask like a million people around the world that eat breakfast cereals, I think 18, maybe 90% have tasted Lucky Charms. If I wander into the uh, cereal aisle somehow, like I get, I get sidetracked by an old lady who's trying to get cheese... Yeah. I can't get down the aisle I want to, and I have to go around through the cereal aisle. And I happen to go, oh, maybe I should get some cereal. It's mm -hmm. going to be Lucky Charms. So. Oh, definitely. Cool. Do you like them? I've tried it when, in my childhood. And that, in fact, that was my first cereal experience mixed with marshmallows. Yeah. It was awesome. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's, it is kind of my childhood taste as well. This is my pick. Uh, I've always been a Lucky Charms uh, guy. Uh, since none of us have uh, eaten Vit 
uh, Vitals. It's uh, kind of wins by default. Yeah, default. Yeah. So sorry, since still is there. But then we also have something I never ever heard about. Uh, right, I think this one might be a default one too. But yeah, I haven't had this either. Rick, Rick, Ricicles. Ricicles. Okay, thank you. I think that's how it's pronounced, but I could be wrong. Ricicles. I think it's supposed to be rice and icicles put together, Fro. Ah, oh, okay. Got it? Yeah. Uh, no. But Hold uh, on, let <laughs> me do a checkup, because now I'm curious. Have you... Well, it looks... Uh, it's a Kellogg's brand. It looks kind of like... Um, uh, uh, why can I not... Snap, crackle, and pop. Uh, Reese's Puffs? No. Uh... Why can't I not? Like I Rice Krispies. Rice, there we go. It looks like Rice Krispies, but I think it's just frosted uh, Rice Krispies. And that's yeah. what Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, I've had Rice Krispies. Those are nice. But I've they never... They get soggy so fast. That's the Ooh, problem I, I have. I always eat them plain. Yeah. There's for some reason, I would probably mix it with marshmallow paste. But I oh, would not okay. mess with it with milk. I would either eat right. plain That's or just like making an instant uh, rice uh, crispy treat, which those are delicious. But yeah, but rice goes. We've never had it on our market. I've never seen this in the stores. No, bro. me neither. No, it's got to be a UK thing. But it looks like it's been around forever. I'm looking at some boxes that definitely look like they're from the 1950s, maybe even earlier. Um, with this little elf guy in a car. I don't know if yeah. you go to if people go and look up rice goes. Go to the image search on Google. You'll see some really old boxes. So it's yeah. been around forever. I've just never heard of it. Yeah, I've seen, I've seen, uh, there's even the Tony Tiger version of it. So, uh, I and this is an that, image from mm, 1977 from the Kellogg Company. I think rice. that's for Frosted Flakes before it was called Frosted Flakes. No, but it actually is written in as ricicles. So I'm assuming. Oh, you're seeing it. Uh, I'm seeing it. it's called Frosties. Hmm. Okay, maybe no. I need to find another picture. Okay, I have one that actually says Kellogg's Ricicles with Tony. And it has Tony the Tiger. Exactly. Hmm. So I'm assuming that this one is... Check, 1977 Pocket Radio issued Kellogg's image or something. This is from the, this is from the radio they made for them back then, in fact. So I'm assuming hmm. Tony the Tiger was also the mascot for a little while for the Kellogg's Ricicles. And the Frosties. Oh, yeah, I know he was from the... Uh, I've seen him on, in on the Frosties. Because the Frosties became afterwards the Frosted Flakes. Yeah, yeah. Oh, definitely. Right, exactly. Uh, but it's going against uh, one of my favorites, Reese uh, uh, Puffs. I, I really like Reese Puffs. It's a good brand. What about you, Look, This is one of my favorites when I was a kid that I totally burned myself out on as well. Yeah. I remember loving it and then eating it every morning for months and months on end and then eventually burning myself out on it because it was just, I had too much of it, you know what I mean? But oh, it is really good. Man, these were bomb. Yep. I haven't seen I these don't... in years. No, I don't think they make it anymore. They may not make it anymore. May uh, may not, indeed. But I actually no, I, miss I, this. now. Now I'm looking at a picture. I'm actually missing these really bad. 
And I think one of my favorite things is that they actually tasted different, the 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 uh, brown ones and the less brown ones. I could actually taste the difference between those two. So that was kind of cool. I remember that. What and I'm seeing is they're still doing, it says to, uh, advertising for it 2013 to the present. So it's come and gone. Like it started it, 94 to 2006, it was around. Uh, uh, and then uh, from 2007 to 2010, it went away. And, yeah. and then it was around after that for a while. Yeah. Huh. So at least here in America, it's still around. But uh, yeah, no. Since uh, I never tasted the uh, uh, ricicles, you never tasted ricicles. Tintin haven't tasted ricicles. Uh, we could just go ahead and assume, uh, based on our research, that these are just rice krispies that taste like frosted, uh, frosted flakes. Yeah, basically. So if you can extrapolate from that, maybe we could make a judgment there. But I still li- uh, like greasy puffs better. Yeah, I'm going to go with the... Mm, yeah, I'll go Reese's Puffs. I'll go same way too, because there's no point... The Rizicles, again, I don't think the sugar version would have been any better than the original one. Sure, yeah. Then we have uh, another one I haven't tasted. Oreos. Um, this may be discontinued. <laughs> yeah, it is discontinued, actually. <laughs> right, I believe they make this in Korea still. Uh, is the only place they make it, but it is available, I believe, in Korea. Uh, obviously, South Korea. Yeah, um, exactly. Uh, I think so Japan if also you want has it, it. You, you can buy it online, I believe, but it's not going to be in... Uh, uh, everything on the box isn't going to be English or anything like that. But I ha- this was one that was around when I was a kid, again, it was one of my favorites. So. Did it one taste uh, like... Did it taste like Oreos? Oh, hells yeah. Yeah, to a degree. Uh, it was like... Uh, it also t- made the milk taste like Oreos afterwards. Right. So that was like the bonus. Yeah. I'm looking at the package. The package uh, looks really cool. And it's like extreme cream taste. I, I like that with the ghosts and things like that. It, it looks really good. Uh, you tasted this? Uh, did you Tintin? see the South Korean box as well? Yeah. They have those on the Im- image search. Yeah, I did. Uh, hold on, because each box is for a different market also, because um, I don't know which which of the boxes you've gotten in your in your town back then, but I've gotten, for instance, the one with the milk, dude. Yeah. I n- never remember him, but I do remember the uh, plain box, yeah. The plain box I've gotten, and there was a special box, I think, that came... With marshmallows, which was a very limited edition of it. Oh. Yeah. I never had those. But I I do actually see those here. It's just kind of like a white dish-shaped marshmallow. Exactly. Mm -hmm. That's the one. Yeah, I see them as well. That looks really good. Uh, And it's going against uh, Fruit Loops. Fruit Loops. Uh, I think the same with Lucky Charms, if you haven't... Tasted the Lucky Charms, you have probably tasted Fruit Loops. I think that's one of the most American things I, I know of is Fruit Loops and Lucky Charms. Uh, sure, I guess so. But, uh, but uh, when it comes to cereal, I, I mean. Uh, do, you, do you like Fruit Loops, Tintin? 
Um, I actually, as a kid, I did like them, but here's the thing: I hated them with milk. Because it. Yeah. I think you just hate cereal with milk. I think that's the thing. In general, yeah. Sometimes I do. I do hate. I do hate cereals with milk. Unless it's chocolate cereal, I hate it with milk mostly. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Okay. Because which... these ones also get the. Uh, they just get soggy really fast. I oh yeah, that's uh, something with fruit. That's uh-huh. for sure. You got to be a fast eater for them. And I remember Fruit Loops with marshmallows in it as well. You know what's funny? Oh, We've I never had those. those. I never had those neither. Yeah. No, I I remember I had. Those. I don't know if that sounds good to be honest with you, but no, it didn't. It didn't taste uh, anything better. It kind of tasted like a knockout version of Lucky Charms. If you can kind of. I was just gonna it. say that actually. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, no, since well, I'm gonna go with mine on this one. Yeah, Oreo O's. And I'm going I'll, to vote uh, Fruit Loops because I haven't tasted our EOs. I'm, I'm going with Oreos too. I'm sorry. The, the taste was too damn good to not say no to that. Cool. Then we are in our semifinals. This is going to be more interesting because now we really oh, get yeah. down to the grow uh, thing. We have Honey uh, Bunches against Cocoa Pops. I will let Luke vote first. I'll go with Honey Bunches of Oats. Uh, this is like the most uh, healthy cereal on our whole uh, right. de- docket here. So, I'm going to vote for Cocoa Pops. What about you, Tintin? I'm a health-conscious person nowadays, too. So I'm going with Honey Bunches of Oats, believe it or not. Oh! Then we have the next uh, semi-final, uh, Apple Jacks against Lucky Charms. Look. Um, wow, this is a tough one, huh? It is. This tough. is going to be one of the harder ones. Uh, mm, I guess go Lucky Charms. Yeah, and I'm going Apple Jacks, so that fits together. <laughs> Aren't we glad we have Tintin with us? Tintin! Um, I'm actually going Apple Jacks, believe it or not, guys. It's yep. it, it's wow. still a child. It's still a childhood memory that I cannot erase. I have something with Apple Jacks. <laughs> uh, when I, I built this tournament, I looked at Lucky Charms and went, "Wow, that's just like the head winner." So this is, a, I think, this is an upset. But go ahead, Fro. We will see. We'll then see. We have, uh, it's still not done yet. Then we have Reese's Puffs against Oreos, and I'm, of course, going to vote Reese's Puffs because I haven't had Oreos. This is like my childhood versus my childhood, so uh, (laughs) why don't you go first, Tintin? Oh, man, you're not making it any easier, bro. I'll be honest. You know what? I'm going with with one of my all-time favorites, Reese's Puffs, believe it or not. Uh, all right, well, I'll go Oreo O's just to give it one because it's not going to win anyways. But right. I, that's a top. That one was re- a real toss-up for me. For so. me, for me, listen, it was heartbreaking, bro. Okay, it's 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 having memories now, fighting for for a place. Hard. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely hard. Uh, then we have the final. Honey, I had a bunch of oats against Apple Jacks. I'm going to vote uh, Apple Jacks. Luke. 
Oh. Uh, yeah, I'll go Apple Jacks. Tintin? Believe it or not, I'm going Apple Jacks also. Oh, then we have Apple Jacks versus Reese's Puffs. Uh, look. Uh, Reese's Puffs, I guess. Tintin? Man, this is abuse. Now this is painful. <laughs> um, I would have to go honestly. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm going Apple Jacks. Oh, thank you for making it so easy on me. Uh, <laughs> oh, oh. Uh, I hate you both. Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry, bro. <laughs> uh, uh, I'm going with Apple Jacks. Oh. Uh, you were, you were the. I didn't realize it till just now. You're like the deciding factor on. Yeah. What wins here? Because that but, uh, was two for Apple Jacks. Yeah, but let's, let's do the last one for fun. Yeah. yeah. Honey bunch Apple of... Jacks just won, but. Yep. Uh, honey bunch of uh, oats against Reese's Puffs. I think this is a clear winner, man. Okay, what do you think? Reese's Puffs. Yeah, I am saying Reese's Puffs as well. Ah, uh, me too. Yeah. It's official. So Reese's Puff gets second place. Yep. Uh, Behind Apple after Jacks. After Apple Jacks, and then Honey Bunches of Oats comes in third. Yep. Yep. I also feel like it's super strange that we lost Lucky Charms so uh, early. Let me be honest. I, I thought. Let me be honest. I thought that was the the you know. Yeah. If, if there was betting odds, that was going to be the leader in oh, my definitely. mind. But me too. But it went against Apple Jacks. Apple Jacks. I mean, it is more tasteful than Lucky Charms. Well, let me be. Let yeah, me be so. honest. Lucky Charms for me. I chose Lucky Charms because I never had Weirdos, okay? Right. But Lucky Charms did not play a big role in my life. Right. And that's the thing for probably that makes me, that made it easier for me to choose Apple Jacks because Apple Jacks had such an immense impact on my life. Like early morning. Yeah. yeah, you know, wake up. Oh, yeah, there's Apple Jacks in the, on the counter. So let's go for it, <laughs> you know? It's it's a memory you, you get. It's a feeling. I mean, if it's for the health wise situation, yeah, sure, we would all go for honey bunches of votes. But if it's for the childhood or, or for the kids in me, I'm right. going all the way for the Apple Jacks. I haven't had Apple Jacks in years, so I would like to try some again and see if I remember uh, if they're as good as I remember. But. Maybe you will buy yeah. some and, t and taste it. Uh, in fact, you're not making it easy right now on me. I haven't had it in a long while, neither. I do have cereal once in a while, but I think I'm going to have to find a box of Apple Jacks really right, bad. Right, totally. Me too. Yeah. Well, that uh, uh, is another digital citizen's best cereal ever tournament. Woohoo! Congratulations, Apple Jacks. You get the gold model, uh, medal. I'm happy that one of mine uh, won, of course. Uh, Tintin, uh, can people find you somewhere online? 
Yes, sir. They can find me on the Instagram at Tintin Dos Diablos. And That's... also they can... Say it one more time. You can find me on the Instagram at Tintin Dos Diablos. Yes. Or, Diablos. And what kind of content is on your Instagram page? Uh, basically... Tattoo stuff? Tattoo, computers, weed, a little bit of everything. I play with my life... <laughs> In the, on a different side. I even show food. Right, right. So, and for the more serious upcoming stuff, will be will be the there will be another Instagram page for it, but that will be announced later on. Mm-hmm. Cool. Thank you so much for being a part of the show. Thank you tremendously Thank you much uh, for stepping. Yeah, thanks so much for being on. Stepping on for short notice. Uh, I asked Tintin to be on the podcast today, and actually Tintin created a Skype account just to be on the show today, so thank you so much. You're welcome. That was uh, our main topic. Let's go into the movie round. Movies! Movies! Have you seen a movie this week, Luke? Uh, Yeah, I saw this movie on Netflix. I think it was from 2016. Uh, It's called Don't Think Twice. Yes. Uh, I saw that it was on there and I looked at Rotten Tomatoes and it's got a 99% on Rotten Tomatoes. So I was like, whoa, I think I need to watch this because 99% is pretty hard to get on there. Yeah. And now I realize why is because this this movie was like designed to make uh, critics like it. Yeah. Like it was made for people who make movies and things like that. You know what I mean? Because oh, it's about an improv troupe where one of the members uh, basically gets hired by SNL. Yes. And so the inf- it kind of destroys the improv troupe from the inside, in a way. Um, kind of because of the money and everything like that. People get jealous and whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's got, what's his name? Uh, Key from Key and Pill, mm-hmm. Peel is in it. And uh, a few other, Mike Burbiglia, Burbiglia, if people know his stand-up. And it's got a couple other good people in it. Um, and like I said, it got 99% on Rotten Tomatoes. I... If you if you're somebody who enjoys movies about making movies, uh, it's it's really good because it's really well done. As far as it's really shot nice, you know what I mean. It mm-hmm. feels very kind of indie, uh, and I, I like that about it. I don't know if I'd give it ninety nine percent, but it was it was uh, it was fun. I was expecting a little more comedy, mm. uh, but even so, how well it was shot, yeah, I enjoyed it. So. No, it's a really good movie. I totally enjoy that movie. It's uh, uh, it, uh, it is like you said. It's it's definitely for people that are interested in mo- making movies and movie. Like I I totally agree with you. All all the negative things you said. It's made for critics more or less. Right. I mean, if you enjoy the back workings of TV as well, yeah. which obviously me and you are going to enjoy yeah. that. So we do. What else? Uh, those were the movies I saw. Oh, I was at the movies and watched Alien Covenant. Covenant. I heard. Oh, cool. Yes, I heard uh, so-so critics about it. I heard uh, good things. I heard bad things. I heard uh, uh, mad things. I'm I'm really glad that I watched it. Uh, did you like Alien uh, Prometheus? Alien Prometheus, I call it Prometheus. 
I was going to say, uh, what? Um, <laughs> I meant Prometheus. I never actually saw Prometheus. Oh! That's a movie I, I still have to see, so. Mm. I know, I heard a lot of good things, and people make reference to it all the time, but I've not seen it. Because I, I, it builds on the storytelling in Prometheus really good. Uh, and if you haven't seen Prometheus, it, it's kind of, you don't have to, because it, uh, it right, okay. <laughs> kind of explains what happened in the first movie. But uh, um, you still have to watch Prometheus if you ask me. But Prometheus was not as good as this. This was definitely better. Oh. Uh, That's high praise because people said a lot of good things about Prometheus. So. Uh, I, I, I think Prometheus was so-so. I would maybe give Prometheus uh, six and a half, maybe, out of ten. Okay. Seven, maybe. And this? Uh, eight and a half. There you go. All right. Uh, but I, I freaking love uh, the originals. I think it gives a good explanation for things. I, I'm not going to spoil it at all, but uh, Michael Fassbender, he needs to get more movies because he plays two roles in this uh, movie. And he's so freaking good. He's one of the best actors out there right now. But uh, yeah, now it scared the li uh, life shit of my bad half, so I'm glad uh, for that, of course. Um... <laughs> oh yeah, that reminds me, uh, when you say who was in the movie, uh, in the uh, main character from Making History uh, was in uh, Don't Think Twice. Mm. I, th I thought that was cool, because I'd never really seen him in anything else. He plays a writer on Saturday Night Live. His name, I guess the guy's name is Adam Pally. So, well, I guess look for him in the future because he's, uh, at least in those two things, he was very good. So Then I watched uh, Dyrna i Hakkebakke Skogen. Uh, that is a Norwegian uh, movie. I watched that at home. Uh, it's an animated uh, movie based on Thorbjörn Egner's uh, books about... Uh, a forest mouse and his friends in the forest. Uh, and I totally digged it. A lot of cool Norwegian music, uh, ska-inspired, uh, was really, really cool. Uh, so if you're Norwegian and uh, want to see a really good uh, children's movie, uh, see Dyrene Hakkebakkeskogen. It is really good. Right on. So that's what I have watched this week. But uh, sadly, now we have to talk about this week's uh, movie. It's a Diary of a Wimpy Kid, The Long Haul. There are caped crusaders. Caped, caped crusaders. crusaders. Okay. Galactic Guardians. Galactic Guardians. I guess they can't say any of the web amazing web slingers. See, they can't say any of the... Those are copyrighted terms. Yeah. I can't put those in the trailer. Wimpy. <laughs> uh, are you kidding? Uh, yeah, I, uh, this is a the wimpy kid. film. He's got a pig. All right. Uh huh. Who's excited about the great? That's Alicia Silverstone. Is it? What the heck? Is this? Yes, look at her. Yes. No. Just an old Alicia Silverstone. That no. is crazy. I haven't seen her in a movie in years. You think? Two inches away. Yeah. Well, wait, wait for another shot, and we'll see her. But... Uh, uh, who 
Who's that kid? Oh, that's. I need to find uh, the, yeah, there you go. See here. Oh my god, it is. just old Alicia Silverstone. Oh my god, it's Alicia Silverstone. <laughs> right. <laughs> that's nuts. I'd like to report what? murder from 20th century Fox. I had such a huge crush on her when I was a kid. She was so hot. When I was like 14 or 15, I was like oh, such she... a huge crush on her. Probably because of Clueless. Yeah, Clueless was so. Oh. Oh, look. I never liked that movie. I think it was like my sister's favorite movie for a while, though. Oh, so I saw it a lot. Look, this looks really bad. Yeah, that looks really oh, okay. It's a road trip movie, so you gotta have to sing along in the car. Cause that's what real American families do, Fro, is when we go on a road trip. To, like, we don't actually like yell at each other and fight, and then our dad tells us that he's gonna pull the car over. That never happens. We have uh, sing alongs. Yep. Kill me. <laughs> <laughs> so I've been on road trips with my family. We never did a sing along. So. There we go. Give me the rundown. Right. Diary of a Wimpy Kid. Oh, I got to pull this up because I just pulled up that thing. <laughs> Buying time. Uh, yeah. On Rotten Tomatoes, it got 19% uh, audience score of 38. So not much to talk not about there. Not good. On IMDb, how did it uh, get? 3.3 out of 10. <laughs> Really bad. I mean, if you put that over to Rotten Tomatoes scoring, that's a 33%. So that's better than Rotten Tomatoes. But, uh, all right. Uh, Diary of a Wimpy Kid, The Long Haul. Young Greg Hef Hefley is looking forward to a long summer of just hanging out, but his mother throws a monkey wrench into his plans when she forces the entire family to take a road trip to a relative's birthday celebration. Yep, that's what it's going to be about. I'm not going to go... There's a big, long uh, description of it, but that's it right there. Remember uh, when we I said... I think we said... This was going to be number oh, three, and it's actually the four movie. Right, that's what I was going to say for him. Yeah. yeah. This is the fourth one of these movies. I never... I guess the book was very, very popular with younger kids. It would have been like Goosebumps for me when I was a kid. This book was like equivalent to that. Like every kid read it. So it's very popular with people who are young adults now, I guess. So. Cool. Uh, I picked the uh, a review from uh, Rotten Tomatoes, and it's epic Lady Sponge the Adventure, our favorite nice. reviewer. Yeah, we need to invite her so, to the podcast if we can. I don't know it. how you're going to get a hold of yeah. her, but you know where her stuff is, so just try to figure out a way to send her a message and would be, maybe she'll get back to us. It would be yeah. super cool. Remember when we all thought the entire film franchise of The Diary of Wimpy Kid was over? Then they managed to make another just for the easy benefits from uh, your wallets. If you're prepared to see this movie, please skip on this uh, skip on this one entirely, or wait for it on rental. If you if you have kids with you, they will uh, have to wait for another great film substitute su su suitables for their age. And she gave it two stars. All right, I went to the Facebook page, uh, like always. Um, went 
really when I go when I say that I should probably just in case anybody hasn't been listening to this podcast for a while but when I go to the Facebook page <laughs> I go look through the posts and I find comments from people on their Facebook page to the company saying how they felt about watching the film that's where I get it from but um I got two like short ones let's do that cuz I have a long one and I have two short ones but I I should probably set these up I guess this film was the first one where they used a different main character actor. Ah. Like, the actor for the main character changed to a different person. And so, apparently online, there was a huge debate about this. So, they so did, I found a couple about that. So did the, the did home, you hear about it? Home Alone switch? Uh, yeah, I guess so. Yeah. I, I mean, the actor obviously got too old for the role, yeah, like, so they put in somebody else. But like I'll get alone. into that. I got one from Stevie Rod, Rodder. Okay. Relax people with this not uh, my Roderick BS, which there's a hashtag out there called not my Roderick. Uh, it It's a movie and actors grow too old to play parts of a kid. They need uh, they need to change actors. Just go see the movie and enjoy it. I'm sure you'll eventually adjust to the new folks. Uh, if they don't make more movies, that's not how that works, buddy. But And then Pat Scott says... The butthurt over this movie is almost as bad as the whining about go- the Ghostbusters reboot. That's a, that's a lot of whining. Yeah, like I said, there were a lot of people talking about... There was a whole hashtag of Ro- Not My Roderick on Twitter and other places. So uh, It says, get a grip already. The original actors are now too old for the roles. The movie is actually pretty good. Got some good laughs out of it. So there were people that weren't too uh, mad about that and actually enjoyed the film. So, surprisingly enough. Hmm. That is strange. I think I well, that's I what you will get on nev- Facebook. Those are the kind of things you get from Facebook. You know what I mean? Right. I will never. There was watch a battling it. back and forth between people on there. I will never watch it, but I'm not the audience for a theater, so. No. This, I mean, like I said, the book was popular with a very specific, probably, couple years of people. And those people are going to be ones that come see the movie. So, yeah. And at this point, they're all young adults. So, Talking about uh, things that I uh, uh, never watched. Uh, yesterday, I, I, I was working late. Uh, so I actually for once saw SmackDown uh, live, live. <laughs> so right. SmackDown live, live. <laughs> What's that's the... hard. That's right. That's hard to say. Yeah. <laughs> A really good SmackDown. Uh, really liked it. Uh, I'm so glad that they are not over with uh, with the uh, fashion police because that is. I'm not 100 percent sure that's true. Really? I think maybe they are, and maybe that was the ending. That but was we'll the ending. See. I mean, we'll see. You think so? Well, they, you know, they uh, went for the titles again and they lost again. Right. So, yeah. I mean that because oh. that the whole thing with Shane that might have been just the way for them to get into the title match, not necessarily mm. that they're going to continue the segments. Like that title shot might have been the end for them, but I'm not 100 percent sure. We will see. Yeah, I would enjoy them to stick around, but it's WWE, so I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna uh, keep uh, a, a whole lot of hope in my heart for that to happen. What did you think about SmackDown? Oh, I enjoyed it a lot. Yeah. Uh, still the best show on 
WWE right now. Um, Raw was good this Raw, week. Raw, I realized this week, like, I like it, it. Really, the three hours really hinders me liking it. Because oh. by, if it was over at the two-hour mark, I was like, oh, I don't mind. And then the third hour comes around, and you're just like, oh, I'm getting tired of this. And by the end of it, it's a mixed tag match every week, and you're like, I don't care. You know what I'm saying? So Yeah. I think it's a lot of it is just how I feel at the end of the show. I don't feel like I really enjoyed it. But when I look back at it, the first couple hours, I really kind of did enjoy. So, Right. No, I, I, I think SmackDown, uh, no, I think Raw was be, uh, definitely uh, better. It's not at, at the level as uh, SmackDown is, but I think that level is kind of hard to get to when you have three hours instead of two hours. Uh, I, w- sure. I, I wish they could just cut one hour of Raw out and gave it to NXT, for example. That would be... Right, or 205 Live or something like that. Yeah. But they... Another big problem is, like, it seems like it, because they have three hours, they have to fill time. Yeah. And that makes for boring spots where it's like, it really feels like they're just trying to fill time. And that's, that last uh, match on Raw was really bad. I, I'm not going to say anything good about it. I found it boring. I did not like it. Right. Uh, but uh, other than that, I think uh, uh, Raw was better. Oh, definitely. Uh, than it has been better in Better than the long week before, yeah. but still not great. Oh, no, not then, as then. good as SmackDown. Yeah, so. definitely. But what was amazing? Amazing. See what I did there? Uh, was uh, the show we saw before Backlash. Because we saw also uh, the NXT TakeOver uh, Chicago. Chicago, I believe it was. Really good. Yep. Uh, uh, yeah, I mean, the best wrestling of the weekend. Of definitely. The two pay-per-views. Um, much, be- much, much better wrestling, but some of the storyline stuff was maybe not the greatest. But I don't really follow the storyline, so... Uh, and the UK title was freaking amazing. What yeah, that's match. the storyline stuff. It, it's kind of, that whole thing is missing a bit of story yeah. to me. So um, the match, Woo! but the match was the best match of the weekend. So really, really, really good. Uh, then we had backlash. Uh, let's go over it. Right, Backlash. Uh, let's do this real quick. Uh, Ty Dillinger defeated Aiden English on the pre-show. Yeah. Uh, I had said that was going to happen. Um, nothing really exciting here, but it seems yeah. like Aiden English is... They're going to have him do some kind of mental breakdown gimmick yeah. where he like goes crazy. Um, we'll see. It also... it's it, He's kind of like... We have him on SmackDown with the singing gimmick, and now we have the Drifter or whatever yeah, his name is on Raw. on Raw doing his singing gimmick. Yeah. The, and then you've got... Uh, it seems like they have to have one kind of person on each show. Yeah. They're kind of copying each show with the other show. Um, what's another example? Uh, uh, Tamina and... Uh, Gosh, I want to say Oscar, but the the uh, I can't remember her name right now. But the lady on Raw, who's very much Tamina, t- number two. Oh yeah, uh, um, they, the big one. I cannot remember her name right now. I don't think the thing is she hasn't been on TV in a while. But they, there is like a definitely a 
one side has one thing, one side has the other. And I, I would almost, yeah, uh, I would almost say Bailey and Sami Zayn mm-hmm. are like the two on e- either show that are like almost identical. It's really strange. They they have a formula and they stick to it. That's another problem with like Raw. It sticks to the formula way more than SmackDown does. So. Oh. Uh, next we had Shinsuke Nakamura defeating Dolph Ziggler. Which we were super surprised that it was the first show yeah. on the actual pay-per-view. Really this surprised. was like, why is this in this spot? Really surprised that it was this early. Good match, though. I didn't think it was... It was good as far as technical wrestling, but to uh, for it being Shinsuke's first match in WWE, I didn't think it did a good job of getting him over as this amazing wrestler. Right. I thought he got beat up a lot of the time. Yeah. Uh, I think they could have made him look stronger, especially since now they're putting him in the title uh, feud uh, right after, or the title picture, I guess, right after uh, he's won only one match. You yeah. know what I mean? So it's a little weird. Uh, next tag team match oh, for the championships. Oh, who had, who who had that uh, right? Last oh, me. I got that. Did you do that one? Shinsuke? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. Are you sure? No. I don't even remember. Oh. You're like, no, I have I didn't write these down. Oh. Uh so that's why I was kind of skipping it. But oh. Usos defeated Breezango in the funniest match of the weekend. So A lot good. of people talk crap about this match in different places, oh. but me and Fro loved this match. This was the match of the night. I think so too. So <laughs> it was funny. so so good. The the thing where he's down and uh, one of the Usos, I don't know which one it was, uh, he goes to the top rope and he starts rolling. Uh, Tyler Breeze starts rolling kind of to the other corner. So Uso goes to the other corner and he starts rolling back the other way. <laughs> that was, It was great. And they timed it well. It wasn't too long and it wasn't too short. They didn't do it like one time or two times. It was like three or four times and it was very funny. Just, just one of those things that... I was like, what was your funniest part of this match, bro? I think maybe my favorite is when he's mopping the floor and he's getting attacked by the mop. I really like that. Right, when he puts it in his face. Right. Yeah. There, there were a lot of people complaining about that because they're like, that's a foreign object. Uh, I think even JBL said something about it <laughs> on SmackDown. But... I don't care. But uh, it's really good. I, I freaking loved it. Uh, next we had Sami Zayn defeating Baron Corbin in a singles match. Good. Which I had said this, but then I changed because you guys both said it. Yeah. Uh, just maybe just because, uh, it was a toss up for me and, um, you guys had both said it. So I thought might as well make, make it interesting. So I believe you got this one for, um, and I did not. Next, we had six women tag match, uh, welcoming committee versus Charlotte and Co. I will call them. Yeah, and I said welcome committee on this. I remember. Right, and I said Charlotte and company, uh, and wel- welcoming committee wins. So Fro got a point there. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kevin Owens defeated AJ Styles for the U.S. Championship. Yeah, uh, best match of the night, I guess, as far as technical wrestling. Yeah, and I said AJ Styles there. I was, uh, I really liked this combination, and I'm expecting to see more of them against each other in the future. Yeah. So, 
Luke Harper defeated Eric Rowan. I really liked this match. Uh, I, I, it was not anything amazing, but if you, this is one of those matches that if you were there live, it would be much more impressive because it would be two big, huge guys really like laying into each other. I thought they did a good job of making it to a big man match. You know what I mean? Right. Which, uh, I think is sorely missed in this day and age in wrestling. We see a lot of high flying and a lot of little guys doing their, uh, you know, kind of Daniel Bryan style, but you don't see a lot anymore. Two big guys just doing the giant clotheslines and big giant uh, suplexes and things like that. I enjoyed that about it. What do you think of this match, bro? No, I, I really, I really enjoyed it. It was a good, good, good technical match as well. Uh, I I thought I could have used a little more buildup, but it felt um, like a throwback in a way. Definitely. I like that. About it. Oh my god. I can't believe I okay. I will I will talk about it after wrestling. Uh, remind me that I forgot to talk about Twin Peaks. I totally forgot. Oh wow! Yeah, yeah you totally missed that in the TV round. Yep. That was forever ago too. Yep. Um, next we had Junior Mahal defeating Randy Orton mm-hmm. uh, for the WWE Championship. Yes, the Dutch. Uh, yep. What did you think of this match, Fro? I did not like this. No, this match was boring, but I mean, every Randy Orton match is boring. So, there you go. But this um, was boring. <laughs> there was the one part where Randy Orton basically almost murdered a guy. Yeah. <laughs> he, like, you're supposed to be safe in wrestling and everything, and Randy Orton just takes one of the Singh brothers. I don't know which one it was. Uh, I guess he did it to both, but the one guy he suplexed on the table, the other guy went to suplex on the table, and he just tossed him up in the air with no, like, regard for the guy's body in any way whatsoever. The guy just goes flying. Like, there's no way to, like, change which way you're, you're moving. And then he, like, landed right on his neck. Like, if he would have landed on the top of his head, he could have been very seriously injured. But And Randy Orton makes this face after he walks away that's like, oops, I didn't mean to do that. Hmm. Oh, Go I, and look up uh, a gif of this, bro, again, and look at the Randy Orton face, where he's like, I didn't mean, oh, and then he turns it, like, he goes, he makes the face, and then turns it into like, oh, ow, that, I got hurt. Like, he changed, he makes one face and turns it into another face, because he realizes, oh, wait, I'm in the middle of a match, I can't look like that, because that's breaking kayfabe, oops, it's very funny. But they have to decide, uh, uh, what to be racist about on this TV show because uh, well, it's, it's trying, wrestling. Let's go back trying, to that for real. But well, but it, it is it's such a weird gimmick, and I, I I don't I don't get it. Like I I don't get Ginger Mahal at all, and especially when that that's one of the weirdest thing on 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 uh, on uh, SmackDown this week was the celebration of Ginger Mahal. So weird and out there. Uh, I mean, like we've said in the past, they're just trying to sell this to an Indian market. They even said on SmackDown, I think it was JBL said, uh, a billion people are celebrating right now with Jinder Mahal. And he didn't say in India, but that's what he meant. You know what I mean? Right. So when you hear a Jinder promo, it's not it's meant to be a face promo there and a heel promo here. If that makes right. sense. 
So everything he says and the way they write it, they're writing it to be one or the other. So it's it's that's what makes it seems a, a little weird. And I totally agree with you, Fro. It's so uh, so strange. So how many points did you get? Uh, six out of eight. So I missed two. If I wouldn't have switched over Sami Zayn, uh, I would have gotten seven. But whatever, semantics. Yeah. Um, and I won. I'm not really sure how many you got, but I believe it was probably five. Is my guess because we had we did it a little bit while we were doing the pay per view, and I yeah. I believe you were only one one behind me. So. Yeah. Um. And who knows how many? But I. <laughs> I picked a topic that we're going to do in a few weeks. Okay. I went with a top five, just like you did. Oh, um, cool. But I went top five YouTube channels. Ooh. So not videos, like channels, uh, whole channels. Yeah. Ooh. So we'll go through and do our top five uh, YouTube channels. And I think that would be a cool thing to do a, a tournament with uh, maybe in the future also, oh, but definitely. we're going to go with the, just top five right now. Uh, Luke, before we talk about Samurai Jack, I have something to tell you. All right. I, I am guessing that you like this episode. Um, there were certain things that were a little bit broken, but they did fix them in a way, but I enjoyed it, yeah. I... Did not. I okay. Do you want to just save your why for while we're discussing it, or? Uh, sure. It's probably easier to do unless you have kind of a main reason you didn't like it. Well, I think my main reason because I I I do get what I did. Uh, it's uh, it's mainly about the ending. So let's talk about it after. Right, the... I, that's not. I was gonna say yeah. that's not a good place to start. Let's end at the yeah. ending. Um, so this got a higher rating. Obviously, this no is surprise. the finale, so uh, <laughs> no surprise. This got a point six seven. Okay. So a little bit up. Uh, one point four five million instead of the one point three three million it's been getting usually. So, you know, up a little bit, not a ton, but, you know, a little bit. It was going against some other things. I think it was third overall in original programming that day. So not number one like it's been in, in the past. But do you, the finale. Know, do you know what it will went against? Uh, I just got rid of that, but I can bring it back up if you want to buy me some time. Yeah, because I, I was thinking if it went third, it had to be beaten. Or I want to say it was against like basketball, ah. but I'd have to look up like what the I'm I'm on my way to find out what that actually was. Probably that. NBA playoffs, oh, yeah. uh, conference finals. So okay. yeah. Oh, and then Sports Center right after that, probably talking about the playoffs, okay. and then it was number three. So guess what number four was, Fro? It's your favorite. I'll say that. My favorite. Is it Tana Montana? Mm -hmm. NASCAR. <laughs> oh, NASCAR! <laughs> yes, that is my favorite thing. And uh, if people don't understand that joke, go back and listen. To our worst sports tournament? Yep. If you find that episode, that's where it is. Yeah. I hate. Okay. I hate. I hate. I hate NASCAR. 
So, Samurai Jack episode 10, like I said, we start with our opening credits, like usual. Um, and we open with this kind of montage, montage. of characters from previous seasons. <laughs> Sorry? Montage! I was thinking about that uh, 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 Team America. Every movie... Team America, yeah. right, right. Every movie needs a montage. <laughs> Sorry. Right, well, that, well, that, it's what we get here. At the very opening, yes. they do a montage of these characters. Some of them we've seen in this season. Some of them we have not seen in this season. Yeah. I was happy to see uh, the the monkey-type creatures from the Jump Good episode. Yep. Which is, uh, in, in the past when we've done these reviews, I said, oh, I really wish we could get those guys back. And we do, right here in the season finale, so I was happy about that. Yep. Um, and a few other people's. There's the, the Woolies, like we got in one episode of this season, uh, and the Archers, and a f- bunch of other people that were in past seasons and uh, some that were in this season, like I said. Uh, but they're all at, all in different places, but they're all looking at these TVs. So they all have TVs that are all tuned to what looks like a Koo's lair with the flames and everything. And everybody's gathered around the TVs uh, waiting for something. And what happens here is the TVs start to play the original opening to Samurai Jack. Did you like this, Fro? Yeah. I know you were missing the original opening uh, at the beginning of the season, so they give it to you right here at least. Yeah. I liked it. I thought it was very funny because then a coup comes up uh, after that happens and says, not, which was kind of a throwback to <laughs> yeah. like the 90s when uh, Samurai Jack was originally on. Yeah. So they kind of go together, you know what I mean? Because that's when that would have been a uh, slang that was relevant, I suppose is a good way to put it. Yeah, <laughs> that, that, that is one of my main problems about this uh, episode, I think, is that they play with uh, nostalgia in it, but also tries to get new things in it. I I, I think I liked uh, the, the two-thirds of this episode I really liked. The two first acts, but not the last. Sure. Okay. We'll get into that. Um, yeah. A, a coup, uh, it, the camera kind of zooms out, and it shows a coup uh, has Jack tied up, and it shows that he also has gotten the sword and Aku tells them that he's going to kill Jack. Uh, so Aku... So basically Aku is ISIS. Like, think about it. He's making a terrorist <laughs> ISIS video. He's going to kill... He's going to murder this guy on camera in front of all these people. You see what I'm saying? <clears throat> I actually hadn't thought about it. I, that's not in my notes, but I just wow. thought about it when I said that sentence out loud. When you think about it. Wow. Um, wow. 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 So, you know... Uh, uh, that Aku's going to kill Jack at this point, but he's about, he's like kind of uh, figuring out how he's going to kill Jack, and he says, you know, after all these years, I don't know how I want to do this. <laughs> so he's like, it's been so many years of thinking about, oh, I really want to kill Jack. He's like, how do I actually want to do this? Because I can only do this once. I want to do it the best, which is kind of funny. Um, But of course, uh, in this shot, we see Ash, uh Ashiaku is what I called her, mm-hmm. which is Ashi except taken over by the black blob. She looks like a coup. And uh, she's there, and Jack is whispering to her uh, to fight. Uh, 
He says, I know you're in, in there. Just I need you to fight and uh, fight this thing that's taking you over. And uh, we go back out and Aku asks Ashi to kill Jack. So this is how Aku... Aku wants uh, Ashi be the one to kill him. So Ashi pulls out this... Well, her hand kind of turns into this sword and she's going to kill Jack. But right as she's about to kill him, there's an explosion like off screen... And uh, both Aku and Ashi look look away. So the explosion saves Jack right here. And it's all the people Jack uh, has saved in past episodes and seasons that we saw in the montage mm-hmm. earlier. They're all, they've all come uh, on different flying machines. And we see the giant um, pigeon or bird that we had seen in one episode. People are flying on those. And... Uh, so basically, there's this huge army attacking Aku's uh, castle, and uh, this distracts Aku. So Jack is able to uh, escape and go for the sword. So uh, he runs to get the sword, uh, which is kind of strange because Jack had given up uh, completely. If you remember that, oh yeah. He had give like at the last end of the last episode, but because these people came to save him, I think is what made Jack go, "Oh, I can do this." So he decides to fight again, um, which I like. I like that that it's kind of a subtle thing. They don't mention it really yeah. that that happens, but it it that's uh, his motivation. So, uh, but Ashi steps in front of him before, like right as Jack's about to get the sword. So Jack and Ashi have to battle here. So Jack is having to battle Ashi, but we know he doesn't want to kill her. Uh, and Aku's busy fighting this army of uh, Jack's friends. And Aku creates this uh, army of little Akus uh, to fight the, the uh, fight the battle for him. And when this happens, the Scotsman of, I guess, the ghost of the Scotsman uh, rides in with like this magic. He's got this magical... Uh, magical bagpipes right so they're all riding in on uh reindeer and uh with his daughters and they're they start taking out these mini akus because it seems like these mini akus are kind of winning the battle one the army as it is but once the scotsman shows up the kind the tides turn a little bit uh and they the daughters actually take out ashi saving jack and the Scotsman comes down and Jack's like, you're a ghost. He's like, yep. Celtic magic. <laughs> so I like how they've actually come up with an explanation for why he's a ghost yeah. uh, is because of uh, this special magic, uh, which they could have just left that. And that would have been a uh, bad storyline writing, but they actually made a reason. So I enjoy that. Um, and the Scotsman offers one of his daughters to Jack, but Jack says that he, He's met somebody, and it, the camera pans up, and there's Ashi, and Jack's looking at her, and the Scotsman's like, I don't think she's your type. <laughs> uh, so, these robots, which we saw many in, this was in original uh, the original series, but these little robots that Jack saved a long time ago, they're controlling this giant stone samurai, and it comes to battle a coup. And... Jack, uh, while he's talking to 
the Scotsman, gets kind of engulfed by this black mass that comes out of Ashi. And he sees Ashi inside of this black mass, but she's, like, he's having to, like, move through it, but she's being kind of engulfed by it and moving around in it, so he can't catch up with her inside this thing. Uh, we go back to the battle, and Aku turns into a cloud, basically, and he rains down black spikes on this army, killing a lot of them. He kills a lot of the army right here. Uh, but the Scotsman creates a shield against this uh, ra this death rain uh, using his magical bagpipes. Uh, inside the black blob, Jack finally finds Ashi. Uh, but she's getting fully engulfed in this black thing. She's unable to fight it. But Jack, right as she's about to be fully engulfed, says that, she that he loves her. So he says, I love you. And his, right as he says that, uh, I love you, Ashi. He gets thrown out of this black blob back out into like the regular, the regular world. I guess. Can I ask you something here? Did sure. this kind of remind you of Spider-Man Three? Uh, no. Yes. Was there a part in Spider-Man Three where this happened? In Spider-Man Three, uh, Spider-Man gets um kind of grasped into this black material that is kind of changing him, and he's trying to fight oh, right. it. And yeah, we've talked it. about it. Venom. We talked about this in the last episode, yeah. And but I don't remember there being, like, this separate entity that was, like, the blob from the 50s movie, The Blob, which is what this is kind of. Right. But it, it felt when Jack says, I love you, and he gets out of it, uh, and things around it. I didn't understand um, how this was enough to change her. Do you understand what I mean? Like how this happens in all these movies, bro. It's uh, love conquers all. That's the answer. Uh, yep, that's I, the answer, bro. If you're looking for an answer other than that, you're not gonna get it because that's the answer. Okay, I'm sure. Yep, I'm that's not, the whole. I'm not sure I like that answer, man. That's the whole meaning of the the show. So, right. I mean, even look at the last. If you didn't like that, that's why you didn't like the third act, because that's right. the meaning of the third act. So, yeah. Um. I don't know what saying you don't like that love conquers all also a little weird, but we'll get into it at the end. <laughs> I, I do I don't like the principle. Not right. The, <laughs> don't, don't get me wrong. I love the principle. It's just how it, how, how they kind of, yeah. Okay. Portail, portail. So, uh, right portail. here, yeah. uh, Aku tells Ashi to kill Jack and she goes, she's choking him. But uh, she turns back into Ashi as she's ab about to kill him, like choke him to death. But she turns back into regular Ashi, I guess because Jack told her he loved her. The thing is, she w because he said that, the whole idea here is she, uh, she, she was trying to fight this thing in the last episode. We saw her face come out of it. So she was, she's in there trying to fight it, but she needed a little bit more motivation and the fact that Jack was in love with her gave her that motivation. I guess that's a good explanation, mm. other than love conquers all. From, mm. but, so she is able to come back from this, and, uh, 
uh, right, she's battling a coup, and we find, and she starts battling him, like, all, and her, she's using kind of, uh, morphing powers like a coup has, and all of a sudden, Jack realizes, wow, you have the same powers as a coup, what the heck? And she's like, I guess I do, because she never realized this before. Uh, so she uses these powers to get Jack's sword back, and she uses these powers also to create a portal. Like, right as Aku's about to grab them, she creates a portal, just like in original, uh, originally in the series, I guess episode one, uh, Aku creates the portal. So she's got all the same powers as Aku. And so it, she makes this portal to take them back in time. Yeah. Go ahead. And when they go through the portal, I just turn off. Because it's, it's here my mainly problems comes when they go over. Like, if if I would call it the shift of the episode, I would definitely say now. Oh, when you start started not understanding it, or what? I'm not liking it. Sure, okay. So we go back in time, and this is where we see... This is a scene from episode one of the whole series. Uh, Aku sending Jack into the future for the first time. This is how... Uh, Aku got away from Jack originally was he sent Jack into the future so that Jack didn't kill him in the past. But now Jack and Ashi are going back in the past uh, and they show up right after Jack goes into the future, if that's not confusing enough. Mm -hmm. And so Aku's like, you're already back? Uh, he's very confused by this. And Jack battles Aku and destroys him with his sword uh, in the past. So we go, uh, so th it, th this is where uh, Aku has been completely defeated by Jack and his sword. And Jack, uh, we go to the, f this is kind of the future-ish, but they're in Jack's um, castle with Jack and his mother and father. And we see Jack and Ashi kind of getting uh, dressed up. Yeah. Uh, yeah, well, they're getting dressed up to get married. And then we see the, uh, the beginning of the wedding. Jack walks down the aisle, and then Ashi is walking down the aisle. Um, and uh, I, I'm, I'm sorry, but this makes no sense at all. What's coming now? It's. I'll tell you. I'll explain it. I think you just don't. You're not grasping the idea of this, but I'll explain it in a second. <laughs> but uh, Ashi's I, walking down the I, aisle, and she collapses, and Jack runs to her, holds her in his arms, right. and Jack uh, asks Ashi what's wrong. And Ashi says, without a coup, I would have never existed. And as she says this, she disappears, and Jack is left holding her clothing in her arms. Yep. And I tell you this. If uh, this created a backlash, it would happen right away. It wouldn't take so much time from when he kills Abu, to, Aku. Aku, sorry, to she disappears. That's one sure. of my main but problems. But you got to suspend disbelief here because I, this is for the story I and for the fact that love love conquers all. I yeah. understand I mean, that. But you she... could have done it that way, but it would not have been as dramatic. So you got to just go with that. Mm, I don't agree. It's magic, Fro. So mm. we're talking about time travel and things. Like, There's a lot of other problems here that you're like kind of discounting as... Uh, and just saying that this is the timing of it. Yeah, I agree that in 
reality if time travel was real and there was a demon creature that created a woman yeah she would have disappeared right away but let's remember there are a lot of other things that are uh mystical and whatever that we you see what i'm saying you're suspending disbelief so just uh you got to just go with it but uh, my belief suspending uh, goes to a certain point like Sure, but you, this is, I don't, I think what you're bringing up is a very little thing to mm. me. Like, mm. if we go into other movie genres, when in Back to the Future, did they disappear right away from the picture? No, it was a oh. gradual thing. So in movies, there is already a, uh, there is already a premise that this has happened, I guess, okay. in other, in other time travel films. So let's just go with but that. It, but it's not that I'm saying that I hate this ending. I, I am not saying that, but I didn't like it as much as I see other people did online. Like, I would give this ending a 10 out of 10. I would... Well, we're not at the ending yet, so right. let's wait for the ending. But, so, after Jack is left holding her clothes uh, right as they're about to get married, which is very sad, uh, we see Jack riding through the woods, and he's in the mist. He looks very sad, obviously. He's all by himself in these misty woods, riding on a horse, and he stops to uh, kind of, I guess, mourn, it seems like, and he looks very sad, and a ladybug flies up to him and lands on his hand, and he lifts his hand up and lets it fly away, very much mm. the same as, I mean, this has been a running thing from the first time we saw Ashi, and the ladybug flew through the crack. Yeah in the wall um, when she was being trained by her mother. And then when Ashi found out that Jack was a good person, the reason she found it out was because the ladybug landed on his hand. Yeah. Um, so this honest, ladybug. Yeah. And this, so well. this is a running, th this is a running theme uh, and very much shows that uh, Jack letting the ladybug fly away was him letting Ashi go. And to be honest, here I got it again. Like when he goes into the forest, I I got Terry eyed again. Right. The ending because... is very sad because he's letting go of uh I guess what could have been the love of his life. But yeah. it uh the ladybug flies away and as this happens the sun uh the the mist breaks and the clouds open up and the sun uh reveals the forest and uh, the hills for the beauty that they have. And we go to credits. Really I'm getting misty-eyed nice. just talking about it, to be yeah. honest with you. Yeah, I, I cried here. Like, I, I'm going to be 100% honest with you. I, I really did cry here. And, uh, I actually, I... there were... A f this weekend, uh, there were a few shows that, like, I, I got misty-eyed. Uh, the 100, I, you haven't gotten to it yet, Fro, but this it's the second-to-last episode, and it wow, it's a tearjerker if I've ever seen one. And then we didn't talk about it, but The Leftovers was also quite a tearjerker this week. Oh. Uh, probably one of my favorite episodes ever of The Leftovers. Oh, so good. I love right, The Leftovers. It was so good. Uh, and while we're here, uh, I was supposed to remind you about Twin Peaks, so why don't you go into that? <sighs> Look, you know... That doesn't sound good, bro. That does not sound good. <laughs> Look, you know yep. 
how much I've been waiting for this. A lot of people have, yeah. I did not think it was going to be this amazing. Oh, really? I was so worried about this TV show look. I was so worried that it would turn out to be shit. Right, yeah. I, I, when I watched the first two episodes of, of, of this, I, I was so incredibly happy. It was weirder than I was going to imagine. It was better than I was going to imagine. It was filmed in a way that is so surreal and fantastic and mystified. And I, 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 I think this two episodes are the best two first episodes in the show I have ever watched ever in any TV show. I think it was three episodes, actually, Fro. It's but four. I could be wrong it's there. four. It's four. Four episodes has come out. But I only see the two firsts because I haven't oh, okay. had time, time to see more. Yeah, it was very long. I know that. But uh, I, I'm, I'm, I'm floored of the quality of it. I, I, can't, I, I can't imagine. Uh, this has gone, gone beyond my belief. Of quality and and right. mystify. Yeah, I get it. Oh, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, you're just repeating yourself. So I was letting you know. Yep, I get it. Um, yep. But uh, I will have to go back and finish the second season, and uh, once I do that, I will catch up with you and let you know what I think. So. Yeah, do that. I'll get on that. Get on that. But yeah, uh, talking about Samurai Jack, uh, I would give this episode, and I'm going to be really strict. And say because of some minor things, I'm not saying I hated this episode. It maybe sounds like I hated this episode when I kind of didn't get it, but it made me cry. So I'm giving it a eight and a half. Sure, yeah, I'll give it a nine and a half. But yeah, um, only because samurai, like, mm, yeah. I'll give this it a season all over. I would, would you give I'll it? give it a 10 out of 10. Sorry, yep. burp. This um, season all over, I will give it a 10 out of 10. I totally agree. I, if they come back, like, if they come out with uh, seasons that fill in the gaps, like we said, I will be super happy about it. I'm not going to be like, oh, don't, don't do any more. Uh, uh, sometimes I'm like, don't more content is not always great, but here I'll be super happy to see them fill in the gaps. So Yeah, if they want to. They don't have totally. to. Totally. They don't have to. I'd be fine with if they didn't as well. So I was satisfied with this ending. Fully. Would you have anything to plug? Yeah, I'm just audibletrial.com forward slash another digital citizen. Uh, go get a free book and a 30-day trial. Cancel any time keep the free book uh it helps us out so it does if you don't have enough pro you can listen to that wrestling show 
with me and Bill. And if you don't like wrestling, you maybe like something like South Park, and you can go to Sharks Pond, a South Park episode, a podcast, sorry. Shark Pond. Well, podcast. every episode is a South Park episode, so yeah. Yes, yes. But, uh, uh, and uh, that is also with my friend Bill. So, me and Bill, buddies for life. Uh, so, that has been my blogs. Next week, we will, uh, of course, do News of the Week. We will do the in- incredibly bad looking predictions for in, uh, extreme rules you know what i think is funny what what was it like sunday when i was like when was the last time we saw a cage match bro i don't yeah. remember the last time and then on on raw Monday. they're like a cage yep. match i was like match. wow yep. that uh makes sense i guess because they haven't done that in forever so but uh uh right now there's one match i want to see on the card and that's not good <laughs> not well there's I two. can't think of what match that would be because I can't think of a match that I'm really excited for so the money in the bank is going to be funny oh right yeah I should yeah wait no is that no money in the bank is Smackdown fro so that's oh. not even on this pay-per-view okay no yep. nothing is going to be good in this pay-per-view <laughs> fuck this pay-per-view then. fuck, fuck this, this pay-per-view. pay-per-view yeah fuck this pay-per-view <laughs> Uh, let's see. Um, Cesaro and Sheamus against the Hardys. Cage match, right? That could be all right. So, uh, the main event I have no interest in whatsoever. That's sad. With a lot of good wrestlers in it. A five-five. Five-wave five extreme rules match for a number one contender. It's it makes no freaking sense at all. I'm sorry. It's just number one contender match being the main event. The main event review is not. That's it doesn't so make bad. Sense. Right. So bad. But what are you gonna do when your main champion is not even on the show ever? <laughs> so. uh, yeah, I know. It's sad. Let's hope that they get it back on a real wrestler. It's not in his contract, bro. So don't don't bet on it. But I know. Uh, We will do top five best and worst horror movies we've seen. That's going to be fun. Uh, Talking Mm -hmm. about horror movies, I've heard nothing good about Baywatch. Um, I have also. Well, if you watched, unless you watched uh, Big Brother Canada, where they all talked about how great it is, but that's just advertising. So yes. But uh, another digital review of Baywatch, I will not see it in the cinemas. People are saying it's oh, no. one of the worst movies of the year already. I would not be surprised. It's it's going to be a comedy, from what I understand. It's not they're not it's not like they're taking Baywatch seriously. So right. hmm, it still looks really bad, though. Okay, from the island of where was he from? <laughs> I totally forgot. Uh, St. Martin, right? St. Martin, yeah. From the island of St. Martin, uh, United States of America, and Norway. This has been episode 85 of Another Digital Citizen. See you next week. Goodbye, everybody. Goodbye, everybody. Goodbye, citizen.